1: Home Depot uh, in Kansas had to be evacuated for a bomb threat. Oh, fuck yeah. Uh, yeah.
0: Oh, take it out, take it out. <laughs> yeah,
1: oh, yeah. suck it nice. A couple other really funny news stories. Kenny G. Who the fuck is Kenny G? The fucking clarinet player. Oh, suck it nice. <laughs> what did he do wrong? He's being Charles Manson all weird. In the middle of it, he cuts her off and goes, Oh, fuck yeah. Oh, yeah. oh take it out, take it Dude, out. Dude, now I see why people followed Charles Manson. He was very straightforward. Yeah, he, had he had the right ideas.
0: It's time for the You Watch, I Listen podcast, and always remember, don't sniff it,
1: just do it. I
2: start. started. No, that's fine if you start. I gotta, I gotta put this picture in the group chat. Yeah, that's
1: fine. I right? mean, it's a good picture. It's an important picture, I would say, yeah, in some cases. Especially
2: to the. It's canon to our group chat. I mean, if, if that, that makes sense. I don't
1: know if that kid could ever be canon because uh, Putty <laughs> Brain. He has to learn how to load a canon. So what we call soft skull. <laughs> <laughs> So hey guys, welcome. Uh, this is episode eighty-seven of Ooh. You Watch, I Listen. Get rapidly, close, yeah. We're rapidly, getting close to hundred, man. Yeah, we're gonna have to coordinate with uh, Doctor Bob and do episode one hundred there. Have a nice little shindig. We party. gotta do our
3: fucking hot dog contest yeah. that we abandoned the well, idea. of. I think by the I'm time okay. By the I'm time, totally we, okay with it. No,
1: you're not. Yeah, by the time I we am. No, you're not. By the time we got to like where it was like feasible, it was cold. Yeah, true. So if we do it by the time it's episode one hundred, we're gonna be in like April. Yeah. Um, it'll be warm enough Ooh. outside. Um, I think that's the time to do it, but so this episode 87, you watch, I listen, um, we'll start out normal way. Josh, how was your week? Interesting.
3: I can't okay. go into detail. I was going to say, divulge at your own discretion. show. The there was, show about there was the a the... workplace accident.
1: Yes. Okay.
2: And that's as far as we'll go.
1: Yes. Yeah. Cool. But yeah, you texted us about the workplace accident. You told us about the workplace accident. Whoa. Whoa!
2: Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, could have been worse. I think that could have l- been better. So, for all the listeners, <laughs> could have not happened. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, could have not happened. Very true. Uh, for all the listeners, just use your imagination. Yeah,
1: just use your imagination. Please. We've talked about what Josh does. You could figure out kind of where we're going. But also,
2: just letting you know, whatever you're thinking, it's definitely not it. Yeah. No, it's it. It really it's isn't. Not. No one's like,
1: died. When, when I. <laughs> But they could have. Thanks, thanks for clearing that cu- up. A couple inches, it could have. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, what, what, narrows it down. What would be a worse workplace accident? Because obviously, in your workplace, it could be a bad accident. Yeah. But uh, in yours, now oh, we're now, talking same thing.
2: City blocks. <laughs> <laughs> same thing. Don't. I'm not saying shit. But yes, you know exact Yes, it's pretty. I mean, yeah. they're both different types of bad, but they're yeah. both
1: bad. My workplace accident is gonna be me killing Yeah. <laughs> Are you shitting yourself? There was a listen, there was somebody driving the, through your
3: fucking building. That, <laughs> that wasn't happened too. A, that yeah. was even to somebody. That was a coworker.
1: <laughs> Wait, that was a coworker, dude. It was I thought like that my, was just a no, random. It was like my first. It was my first week there, and I'm I'm waiting in the car because I didn't have keys to the building yet, and I'm waiting for one of my coworkers to get there, and I see this girl pull in. And as she's pulling in, I'm like, I'm just not even half... I'm like half paying attention. And then I see it at the corner of my eyes that she goes straight through the fucking building. Her <laughs> brakes failed right as she went through. And it was weird because she wasn't going fast. She was going like no more than... I mean, you shouldn't be pulling up to a parking lot at five miles per hour or a parking space, rather. But still, it shouldn't just easily go through concrete like she did. <laughs> it looked like when you see like on a... Like SNL when someone busts through a building and you see the cutouts perfectly. It's like the fucking I was like co- I remember I sat there and I looked and I was like, huh. It was like the fucking Kool-Aid man. Like I had to sit there and stare and not even wonder if this girl oh, yeah. was okay. Yeah. It's like the Kool-Aid man, except it's like, why is it a centra? And yeah, why is there no Kool-Aid? In her case it was, oh no. because <laughs> She went right through the building and it wasn't even the part of the building that's ours, it was the auto parts store next door. That's awesome. <laughs> so the, like then we had to put up like wooden planks over it and shit. But uh all right. Taylor, how was your week? Not great. Why not? Um
2: well I mean there are a couple good things. One, I am i just told you before yeah. we started, but uh, I'm fairly sure I a found. A new living situation. Yeah, I found my next apartment, which I'm very happy about. I don't have to deal with my, my shitty landlord and sure. his fucked up dogs all fucking night. And then him telling me, hey, could you walk lighter? Fuck you, dick. <laughs> and uh, I remember
1: having to say that to you.
2: Yeah, but like, that's why. Why do you think I moved downstairs? <laughs> But anyway. I even had to say
1: from upstairs. Yeah. <laughs> the foundation. <laughs> that was not my fault. That was a pre-existing thing. Let's not. I forgot that it was even a real thing. That it was. I know. That wasn't my fault.
2: Quas, was a... I remember Quaz yeah. cutting out a section he's of, like, of, of the driveway, bounded. digs down like 10 feet and goes, dude, there should be cinder blocks he, here. He's like, you
1: see that how there's nothing there? Yeah. I'm like, yeah, there's supposed to be. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so right, that was, so. But, but other than
2: that, um, again, it's just, it, it, it's. Everyone knows it's my busy season. It's, it's yeah. getting nuts, uh, this, exhausting. This weekend was rough. Uh, I missed the first quarter of the Super Bowl because I was on call this weekend. Yeah, um, I missed hanging out with you homies Saturday yeah. night. I was going to say uh,
1: we had a Josh. We had a killer time Saturday night. Yeah, we had a great time. Night. I was Who's saying you you were like, you weren't part of the West Melford crew, but you would have fit in. Part, I mean, you know Nick. I'm, I'm yeah. pretty obviously what, uh, Nick. starts Car- with a C. Cardenas. Yeah, yeah, we'll say his name. All right, it's fine. Um, we had a great time. Yeah. Like we were but, laughing,
3: especially right. when we got to the point of the conversation where we were talking about puppies. You would have really. Uh, you would have we were talking
1: it. about puppies.
3: Puppies, uh, think about it. Yeah, I got, <laughs> yeah. You. I nope.
1: got you. Yeah. Uh, it <laughs> and was... then what you said. In the... yeah. Uh-huh. yeah, I do remember at one point I had a very uh, heated debate about um, someone... Pulling Pud, <laughs> and I was very animated in how I was explaining that I was convinced this was what was happening.
3: Yeah, and, and of course Ralph, oh, I'm gonna uh, argue with you anyway, oh, yeah. even though there?
1: I presented all the facts. There's only circumstantial evidence. Yeah, but eventually he what did are we say. Arguing about eventually, I'll think talk about it. Think about it. Um, people, you know, uh, yeah, I was I was, I was yes, trying okay, to okay, okay. lay <laughs> my case out, and I even went beyond that. Can we
2: be any more vague this episode to start? Jesus yeah, Christ! I can't, I know, talk, about, can't talk about. We can't talk about. Nothing, bro. <laughs> Shit. Uh,
1: and other than that, Sunday, uh, my buddy Pat and his girl Ann came over for the Super Bowl. Um, that's I, nice. I took some medicine, which was really good for me. He is hilarious. Pat Larson Facebook. is one of the funniest people. He's oh, very he's funny. he's an asshole on Facebook. It's fa- he no, pisses th- that, people th-
2: off. That's that's why it makes me laugh. Because like I've learned from the school of pros <laughs> where listen. If I read something and it's clearly a troll, I could distinguish what's a troll and what's like legitimate. I, I don't know. And no, now I can. I, I have I have, we'll a, I have a Dan well, filter now. Now, now. You're,
1: now you're challenging
2: me. So no, I'm saying because like it's it's not that hard to spot. But the, <laughs> the other, I mean, no, for people that don't know what
3: the sure sure, 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 sure. Hey, actually, I have a uh, your week question. Okay, okay. Uh, what's new
1: in Mets? Um, we're gonna get to that in a little bit. We're gonna we're gonna wait. We, we I have just some, wanted to see this. Yeah,
3: we have some time. Taylor's uh, making a great face right yeah, now.
1: Yeah, he he's been chain smoking. <laughs> I bought a pack of cigarettes <laughs> just because, of, because it. of this. I quit for a while. We, 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 and when I say quit, I, was I mean I, say, haven't say, I haven't bought. seen you smoke yeah, a when, cigarette in a while. I was about to offer him a cigarette, and when I came outside and he was you smoking what, one, he... I was like, "Oh boy, mm. go ahead, I don't care." Um, so why don't we get into our our normal stuff, and um, then we can. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> then we can get into the fun stuff <laughs> and go from there. I was trying to think if there's anything else fun from this weekend, and um, I'm I'm smoking a cigarette now too. Yeah, you are. Yeah, I need one because you know we're healthy. They're not going to let us jewel anymore. I'm going to smoke as many ciggies as I want. Um, smoking marbs. Yeah, smoking marbs. Um, I was so, smoking my marble red
2: cigarettes so, Taylor, and driving my into Acorn. I'll, I
1: want to do this one this week. Okay. And you take Lobo and the other one. Okay. I'm um, not, not going to fight with you. I want I I just want I'm to. Not, okay. All right, all right, hey all right. guys. Super Bowl was this past weekend, and I realized after the fact we should have not have been saying Super Bowl because they technically
3: they're not allowed to oh, yeah, say yeah, big yeah. game. Whoops. Oh, yeah. My bad. Not a But big guess deal. what? Remember that from the Best Buy days. Yeah, exactly. When you're selling TVs, do not say Super Bowl. Yeah. must say big Best, game. Big, big
1: game weekend, big game night. Granddaddy like of them all <laughs> So uh the big game is coming gone. Uh but this weekend there's some stuff you can bet on. You got a big UFC. Fight John Jones against Dominic Reyes, and uh, the other have
2: uh, Tyson Fury versus Deontay Tyson, Wilder, Tyson
1: Fury versus Deontay Wilder. Um, and on Sunday, you know, there's some weird shit you could bet on, like the Oscars on Sunday, yes, and there's true. only one place you should be doing that, and that is at Bet DSI. And why should you choose BetDSI? I don't know, tell me, Dan. And that's because Bet has been paying winners for over 20 years, they're the top rated on betting review sites. Bet DSI gives you the chance to use your sports knowledge to make some extra cash immediately. Bet DSI has an extremely useful user-friendly interface and mobile site. Have, BetDSI has the fastest payouts in the industry. It's pretty simple, guys. You play, you win, and you get paid. BetDSI offers betting options for everything. Bet on MLB, NBA, NFL, NHL, UFC, and all other major sports. But get this. Bet on politics Unless it's in Iowa Bet yeah. on reality TV <laughs> Esports Virtually everything Try live betting At BetDSI Where you can bet on games From start to finish Every play And every minute Until the end Including like the opening tip off That's fucking crazy You could
3: bet You were able to bet On the fucking national anthem How long it was gonna go The over under I would've bet on Romney I would've bet on Romney Voting against Trump <laughs>
2: yeah. I- I'll tell you what I bet on And I hit I've hit the orange Fucking Gatorade dude I hit orange Gatorade <laughs> Hell
3: orange yeah orange Gatorade you, uh, n-
1: So listen this. If you sign up at BetDSI, new members will get a 100% bonus match by using promo code YWIL as in You Watch, I Listen. That's more than double your money to start winning immediately. Taylor and I play there ourselves and we recommend BetDSI to add some extra excitement to the sports you love or any other sports TV or politics you're following (laughs) once again go to BetDSI and use promo code YWIL to get this limited time 100% bonus offer plus a free $25 wager to test the waters and guys make sure you make that initial deposit so you can actually get your payout it's the most important part of this yeah the free $25 is great and if you're just trying to figure out if you like betting that's great to use but make that deposit is so important. And plus, you get the 100% bonus match. Throw you a hundred beat a hunch. that. Yeah, exactly. Easy. So don't miss out and go make some extra cash this betting season. It's only a game until you bet it at BetDSI. Sick. Um, and before we get into our reviews from last week, we got to give a couple, th- or at least one thanks, and we'll give the other one after. Taylor.
2: All right. So um, are you thinking about advertising? That's great. You should call Lobo Sound. Do you need a website? <laughs> also, a very great question. You should definitely call Lobo Sound. Lobo Sound's world renowned commercial production and website construction. English, Spanish, and Polish made Lobo Sound a fixture in the Chicago radio and digital advertising communities. But LoboSound isn't limited to Chicago. That was a cigarette. Alaska, Atlanta, Toronto, <laughs> Toledo, Hawaii, New York, uh, New, uh, New Jersey, New York, Montecito,
1: California. You could just said New York, New Jersey. Yeah, but I, it's not written that way. I know you confused yourself.
2: Shut up. Whatever, uh, wherever you are, Lobo Sound has your back. Lobo Sound helps you reach your target market effectively and affordably. Reach who you want to reach when you want on all devices and applications. I feel like I have this memorized now. Yeah, I
1: do too, besides the phone number. <laughs>
2: yeah, the phone number's always wrong. Yeah. I always get that wrong. For, I forget uh, the website. <laughs> for more information, call Lobo Sound at 630-244-9704. That's 630-244-9704 or visit them at www.lobosound.com that's again www.lobosound.com mention you watch i listen get a 10% discount again number is 6302449704 now I have an idea. What, what? Do, you, do we want Josh to
1: read? This we'll oh. do it after we do our reviews and then. Oh yeah, um, that's a good idea. Picks. Yeah, that's so we're not idea. doing three straight reads. So Josh, you can read that one when we're done with our reviews from last week. Um, I'll go first. Okay. Um, so you gave me a an album from the '90s, for a for band that was a one hit wonder, Semisonic, uh, feeling strongly fine. Yes. Okay. And I said to you straight up, I don't really know the album. Everyone knows no, closing time.
2: Yeah, but no one knows the album that no, it's on. No, and
1: there's certain bands that are like that. Like, which you know, is fine. Like, it, I'm trying. Now I'm losing, a, I'm drawing crazy a blank for... Cra- crazy Town. Crazy Town, yeah. Uh, crazy Town, Butterfly. Butterfly, Butterfly. There's a million of them from back then. Yeah. Chumbawamba. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's all you know. Top Tup Thumping? Yeah, Tup the Thumping. There's so a million stupid. of them. Uh, like be- all the same words over and over uh, again, uh, be bewitch, right? c'est la vie. Everyone knows who Hanson is, but you only know Umbop. Yep. Unless you're uh, Ears, who's yeah. a fangirl. Or Ears tail- is actually a
3: metal band or, now. Or yes. Taylor. What? Uh, I don't know if that's true. I just came up it, it. Was it metal? What? No, the Crab Hanson's core, a crab metal core, band. Crab,
1: core. crab <laughs> core. Imagine Hanson. Mm, mm, so, bop, mm. so you gave me Semisonic's Feeling Strongly Fine. Um, the Obviously, the big hit off that album that is still a hit to this day is Closing Time. I, I just gave that a five because it's really not fair to gauge it based off hearing it so many times in my life. I think just based off
2: its lasting effect, it yeah, has to. Yeah. And that's
1: like a song that to this day gets played at graduations, at to the end day. of parties. To this day, at I the end of parties, graduations, anything. Cool. Qu- Closing credits to rom coms and yeah, shit. exactly. It, it, it literally is high yeah. school reunion movies. Uh-huh. I think I'm pretty sure it's an American reunion at some point. I wouldn't and, be surprised. Yeah, like you can't. You wouldn't be surprised. Almost every rom com features it at some point. Um. So, I, but I wasn't familiar with any of the other songs. Now, the one thing I'll say about the album is. There's a major Oasis influence on this album. What? The sound is yeah. very heavily Oasis influenced, um, which is weird because I'm very—I have a love-hate relationship with Oasis. There's certain—it's mostly them I, no, I don't I, like. I understand why. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I did like this album. I'm going to stop short of saying I love it because it is—I don't want to say forgettable, but I won't say memorable either. Mm-hmm. There, there's nothing here that like stands out as groundbreaking because there were bands from that era. That had were one hit wonders, and I hear it, and I'm like, "This is actually a damn good album. This is a really good album." Yeah. But there's nothing that truly popped out on me. I did have a couple fours, no fives, nothing lower than a two. Like that, hell yeah. Um, so closing times a five. I love the second song, "Singing in My Sleep." That was a four. Then it's a string of threes because they were good songs, but nothing that was making me like pop. Yeah, for sure. Um, which was uh, made to last. Never You Mind was a three. Secret Smiles a three. DND is a three. Um, they're all three's completely completely th- um, please was a three this will be my year was a three this is my first two was all worked out that was the first one where I was kind of like Ugh.
2: that's kind of drawn a little bit it, yeah, that one dragged kind of drags, out
1: yeah. um, I really like California that was my other four on this album California is probably the second best song on this album um, the lyrically, it's great. The music on that one is a little different than the rest of the album, so I really like that one. Uh, she spread her wings was three. Gone to the movies at three. Long uh, was it long or long way Ho- long way from home was a three. Okay, and then uh, so long way from home started. I guess because this was like a collector's edition had B sides on it. Yes, it did. There's four yeah. B sides starting with that one. I didn't love the B-sides. I really didn't care for I'm a Liar. It was a two. I didn't hate it. It was just one of those ones that kind of dragged for me. But I did like the last two, Beautiful Regret and Making a Plan. I gave those both threes. Um, you know, th- this album definitely has its place in that 90s mythos of one-hit wonders beyond just one song being good. Because there's plenty of one-hit wonders where there's that song, that single, is the only good song. And then you hear the rest, you're like, oh. But this one is a very, very good album. Um, I'm going to give it a solid 3 out of 5. I'll take that. I added a bunch of the songs to my own playlist. I was very impressed lyrically. Musically, it's simple. It didn't need to do too much. It wasn't trying to, but it did have some cool composition. uh, A good mix of acoustic guitars and some of the songs that weren't acoustic songs. Yeah, it's nice. Um, I I like the way it was structured. I did find that it was a little bit long, the album. Uh, It is a long record, And that's also because of the B-sides, but even without the B-sides, I was like, like, wow. 14 songs. And every song, like, I don't think a song is shorter than, like, four and a half minutes on (laughs) it, Um, which is impressive because, I mean, it's hard for bands to do that nowadays unless you're Tool, Uh, and Coheed, too, where every song is six, seven, eight, nine, ten minutes or so. Um, But Semisonic's feeling uh, strongly fine, Pleasantly surprised, a really enjoyable listen, so I'm going to give it a solid three out of five. I'll take that. Yeah.
2: Especially, like I said, coming from a band that no one really knows nothing about. Yeah, minus no, everyone the, just the knows hit.
1: closing time, and yeah. half the
2: people just know closing time and don't know the name we of the don't band. Don't Semisonic, don't know the lead singer, Dan Wilson. Who yeah, the fuck exactly. Knows that? All right, so let's get into it, shall we? <laughs> yes. I'm excited. Rambo Last Blood. Last Blood, baby. This movie's fucking stupid. <laughs> it's great. It's fucking stupid. It's great. It's dumb, stupid yeah, action. Yeah, exactly,
1: but that's
3: why it's, it's great fantastic.
2: All of the Rambo movies are an hour and 30 minutes on the dot and it's perfect and it's literally the same thing every fucking movie no 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 the first one one is way
1: different than the other ones no
2: i i i I liked uh i like the 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 one where he's in thailand more the last one right before i would say i like
1: that one more than this one i like
2: that one more this This one this one had a couple more oh shit moments sure (laughs) sure (laughs) Sure um so let's just let's just start from the top shall we I don't know what Sylvester Stallone did to convince this chick to play that role, like the the little girl. It's like, hey, listen, so 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 here's your character. You're, you're you know, you're cute little
1: a, Mexican girl.
2: That's all you are, and then you're gonna find your father, and then you're gonna get kidnapped, drugged, and raped until you die.
1: <laughs> that, um, I, I don't think he pitched it like that. I'm, but that's that's what happens. But maybe that's he said, happens maybe in the he movie. said like, this is a story about a girl that you know she's a first generation American that has daddy issues. And when she goes to meet her dad, he says no to her. And then she gets kidnapped, uh, drugged, and raped. <laughs> okay, cool. Yeah, soften the when blow you, a little bit. Yeah, when you soften um, the blow, there's no real way to soften the blow when it comes to, you know, well, rape.
2: Th- well, that's pre- that's precisely what happened. But the part that's, the part, like, there was one, like, real heartfelt, like, a genuinely good moment. was when, like, the dad gets in her face and is like, I didn't want either of you. I felt nothing for yeah. you. That was actually a very good moment. Yeah, that, I thought um, that built up I, major
1: sympathy for her. I,
2: I, I appreciate that moment a lot because it added depth to the actual for sure. everything. It it also made um, you understand
1: why Rambo was so compelled to get right. back into the shit.
2: Well, the other thing too is that so when he goes down there and he gets the shit kicked out of him by like seventy Yo, dudes. I was excited for because like, you don't
1: really you see him get beat up but not like that. I was
2: know. like, okay. I mean he's an older dude, it is what it is. Then they put the mark on him and shit. Yeah. Um the the way he can like it's it's again it's just so one dimensional. What this oh yeah movie yeah is. I dude and I wasn't expecting anything else. It, it, it doesn't again it is what it is and I I to say I hate it is wrong, but to say I love it is also wrong. I I um, love it
1: and I also can acknowledge it's not good. No, because, it's not good at all. But because the reasons that make it not good is why I like it. Um, <laughs> but
2: as far as like I said, I like my action dumb, just straight down the middle. Sometimes oh my god. So uh let's let's just start with the stupid shit right. Uh. You, you can't do that to a collarbone <laughs> the,
0: you, you wait, can't. wait wait Have you no. tried?
2: No you can't do that I, I just saw that's John Rambo not, do it <laughs> that,
0: yeah.
1: Okay good Dude That's but, good for oh, you okay, but That was you, y- you can't do it But it was awesome That was fucking Were you great kinda, like, Wait wait, wait
3: So uh, did you list that first Because that's the thing You have the most problem with? No no no, no <laughs> I don't know no, do oh, okay, No that's like That's like the first 80 other things That's like the first Oh shit moment
2: Right And then You know Then he gets the shit Kicked out of him And it's like Some veterinarian Sews him back up And shit in Mexico
1: And then he's Also her sister to yeah, this cartel. And, and it's like, and it's like, oh well,
2: he's got a grade, he's got a really bad concussion. He should sure. be out for a couple weeks. Four days later, he's up and he's Rambo and he's moving around again. Yeah. So, uh, and then the part where he cuts the one brother's head off, yeah, yeah, it's great, wild, right? But I like how you don't see it, and then it just turns into like, like his head's cut off, he's ripped the fuck up, and you he's know, just sitting there. And then they show up to the farm. They send the part. They send the he's she's uh, he sends the fucking chick away, and is like, and he then he starts setting booby traps. Like he knew they were coming. Yeah, he there too. was nothing. I couldn't believe they,
1: they let her die. I didn't think she was gonna die. I thought she was gonna come back and like leave. I was like, oh, they killed her. Nice. Yeah. See, I, uh,
3: the the thing like okay, like there's wild action, right? Yeah. The thing I love about Stallone that's so understated about him in his movies is mm. he overacts a lot. Oh, it's great. And my favorite part of that because there's really no dialogue once the fucking action starts. Yeah, Not, yeah, none. Really. Favorite part of that Grunts. is when he goes down and he goes and sees her friend and he sees her wearing the bracelet and he you know gives her a couple seconds to explain herself and then he goes. Where'd you get that bracelet? <laughs> yeah. Wait. Go, oh, she gave it to me. No, she didn't. Like, dude, it, it was her mother's. <laughs> dude, it's like in, in Rocky Four. Maybe we're turning into regular people.
2: <laughs> but that was great how, like, how it's, like, it, that's, like, well, how old is that chick? What, 17 years old? Like, in the movie? Old she's, enough. like, 17. <laughs> right? No, no, no. I'm talking about the friend, like, with oh, the bracelet. I'm okay. talking about Sorry. that part. Old enough. <laughs> and it's, like, it, it's so fucked up where it's, like, it's, like, you sold her out, and it, 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 oh, I don't you know sold nothing. Her out. I don't know nothing. Get out of my house, and they just the biggest fucking Bowie knife. Yo.
1: <laughs> dude, cool, that knife cool as shit. Sick. So See, cool. That's the thing I that was a knife, Dolph Lundgren
2: a, had in the first Expendables. It's, movie. A,
1: it's a quiet intensity mm-hmm. that he brings to the Rambo character yeah. specifically. Well, the
2: other thing I liked again because I, I've watched all the Rambo movies, sure. I, I do legitimately like all the movies. Yeah, was that what it's like, they're, dude, they're mindless. It was the same thing from the from the movie before this, which was just Rambo, <laughs> and then to this one, where it was like when when you know who you are, it's easy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know what I'm saying. And he's just a killing it's machine. Like riding a that's, what he, that's what he is. Or fuck it. Um. So when he lays. The trap for the dudes to show up in fucking Range Rovers (laughs) and Jeeps, and shit's
1: blowing up.
2: And then he has all these fucking booby traps. He's like, like he's in the woods again. He's like shaving fucking trees, dude. How great was his
1: bunker? That shit was dope. That was party in there. They did. Yeah, I, but I would do like, I would do some PCP down there. I tell you what, there was... There <laughs> Never was, done like, it, but had
2: tried. If you stop and go frame for frame, if you really want to do it, if you look at some of the stuff in the background of the bunker, it's all callbacks to his yeah, older movies, absolutely. which is really, yeah, really yeah. cool. Um, Easter eggs,
1: I appreciate that. Yeah,
2: I like that stuff. Um, so let's get to the, the, the my, my, my favorite part of the whole movie. <laughs> so he preludes this about an hour before. Right, he goes. I'm gonna let you know what it feels like when I cut your fucking heart out. Oh yeah, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, just before that, you see him, you know, laying down all the traps, and he's practicing yeah, yeah. With, with his patented bow and arrow with the with the cards, and you boom, 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 like in a perfect ones
1: too. The new batch in a perfect
2: square, and you're like, mm, what does that mean? We don't know. And then next thing you know, he pins the dude to the fucking door with four separate <laughs> arrows. While he's got he's got gashes, he's blood everywhere. This is a seventy year old man, by the way. <laughs> and he pins this dude to the fucking barn door, and he takes out again the same fucking balling knife and goes and and, and fucking oh, like, like like a seppuku, cuts his motherfucker open, reaches in and rips his heart out, and it's in his thing, and he, and he looks at him just like oh, straight up action, eighties
1: like action movie. That's what it felt like. <laughs> yeah, dude, it was great. <laughs> and I then just so tossed it wh- away. I wanted the heart to still be beating, like in Dumb and Dumber. Was it was beating. It was It was pulsating. I Mm-mm. wanted
3: more like the Mm-mm. dramatic Dumb and Dumber one. Yeah, oh. that was stupid. <laughs> yeah. The the thing that. One of the the craziest parts to me was yeah. you know he's he's leading them through the traps in the bunker yeah. and he's got that trap door in the punji pit. He gets two guys in the punji pit, fucking through their chest. And he's fucking shooting into the thing with a machine gun. I love it. Like David. why are you doing it? They're already dead, dude. Go kill yeah. somebody else. That's Not, exactly why he did it. <laughs> just the, the clear brutality of like the
2: way he murders people. So many people getting their heads blown off with a Glock.
1: Dude, nah, it's like so, one it's, shot to the dome, boom. The, you know what the I'm saying? Like is so unnecessary, but. So necessary. Well, it's it's, it's necessary for Rambo <laughs> because, well, if, the, if the, it isn't that level of violence, the flaws of the movie glare dramatically. Yeah, and no matter what, in a movie like this. There's, if you're looking for fucking plot holes and flaws and weak storytelling, you're an asshole because that's what these movies are. Outside yeah. of the first no, one, I the first one's legitimately great storytelling. Yeah, no, it is. But with, uh, with the whole breakdown yeah, scene that he's a Vietnam vet—it's just shit. about how vets were treated and how yeah. they were treated with PTSD. The, the,
2: like the first Rambo movie, out of all these, is a legitimately good story, a legitimately good movie with good action. And it's funny. Inter- and, it's, intertwined.
1: It's, and it's funny because my favorite Rambo movie is the third one when he goes to Afghanistan to fight the Soviets. I don't that's like my that. favorite one. <laughs> no, just like, like we all know, the first Rocky is the best one. My favorite. One is four yeah my favorite one is four if i could change
3: he ended the cold war and <laughs> hey, you can change anybody, anybody we all change. change when you got to you so- think
1: you want to get married <laughs> <laughs>
2: when you get the soviet union start chanting usa yeah it's great get <laughs> <What the laughs> out of here man. so
1: so let's break it down um grade Ugh.
2: I mean, like, what Like what do like, I do? Like, if
1: you were flipping through and there was nothing on and you caught Last Blood, would you leave it on? Absolutely. Okay, so that's at a minimum of five. Yeah. At a minimum of five.
2: I'll get, listen, because... You need to give it okay. the Rambo scale. I love dumb action. Dumb action gets a ten. Violence. Violence gets a ten. Storytelling gets a zero. <laughs> yeah, yeah, fair. <laughs> uh, so, if you do that... I'll give it,
1: I'll, I'm just going to give it a six. Yeah, that is totally fair. And I think It's that's, not, it's yeah. like, it's like... Yeah, it's, again, it's, it's uh, exactly what you expected. It's, it's short, okay. it's sweet, and it's brutal. Here's how you could perfectly re- re- sum this movie up. Heroin, rape, Mexicans, murder. Yep. No. Oh. It's Rambo. Yeah, it's Rambo. Yeah. It's That's Rambo. It's it. Frank Reynolds. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> so yeah, it gets a solid six. I did actually really enjoy it. I'm actually happy you gave me a dumb, stupid fucking yeah, movie mindless. after fucking well, Parasite. And well, then I whatever have you two options for you that. this week.
1: Um, so what? Before we do our picks for this week, um, Josh, please say hello to our alcoholic friends. And don't fuck it up this time. And don't say backslash. Just say slash. Uh,
3: why can't I say backslash? Well, let him read it. Fine. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna read it real, real nice and slow. Do it. Okay. All right. Do Guess it. what, bros and broads? What's oh that, my God? <laughs> no, don't do it that slow. <laughs> all right. All right. Fuck off.
1: Uh, Josh, are we recording, by the way? Oh, I don't or, know. Oh, sorry, 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 uh, uh, sorry. <laughs> hey, <laughs> Yeah, because I <laughs> lost half the episode. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I got so many messages about that. He goes, yeah, I, uh, you know, I was wondering what happened, and then I hear Josh and." 45 minutes? <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah.
3: Yep. Sorry. It makes
1: you feel better. I lost an episode and I just stopped the podcast. Altogether.
3: <laughs> he retired himself. Yeah. Uh, guess what, bros and broads? What? hashtag Shots for Likes podcast is bringing video or has brought video into the mix. They've been doing this for a while. <laughs> Not only can you continue to listen on iTunes, Google Play Music, Spotify, TuneIn, iHeartRadio, and Stitcher, you will now be able to watch them stream their episodes every Saturday night after 11 p.m. Eastern. Your favorite booze-consuming podcast will be discussing sports, video games, and embarrassing drunken stories. Streaming on Twitch, YouTube, and Mixer. Go to the websites below. There you go. Good, good, ah, yeah. good boy. To watch and enjoy the assholery. Twitch.tv slash shots for likes podcast, mixer.com slash shots for likes, visit shotsforlikespodcast.com or don't and click on Facts. the youtube icon up top to watch off i YouTube. I recommend don't <laughs> <laughs> drink. Like, you're like you're fun. Danny they're McBride stop don't drink <laughs> don't do that drink with us and as always don't, don't be All right. okay taylor you want want me to give
1: you my pick first no okay i'm going to give you two options i said no <laughs> too bad um <laughs> these are both a24 films yeah okay i was actually talking to so, justin about this today so i'm going to let you either pick an a24 movie from a couple years ago Okay. Or an A24 movie that came out this past year?
2: Give me an older one, because I've seen a lot of the newer
1: okay. ones. So the A24 film I'm going to give you is Good Time. Um, okay. From the directors that did Uncut Gems, the Safdie brothers, okay. starring Robert Pattinson. You told um, me about this. This is a yeah. fucking awesome movie you would love this shit too just another Robert Pattinson it's, movie I'm gonna love it, it, so I don't want to give away too much because no, I think it, you, you've already, we've already talked yeah, about that um, it the, the premise of the film he plays a, a kid who has a developmentally disabled brother they start robbing people it gets fucking bonkers it's another one that is anxiety inducing I might favor this slightly to uncut gems it's kind of like a 1A 1B argument mm-hmm. it's a different kind of movie but it still captures that essence of um, panic that the characters feel throughout and it's the first one that I saw where I was like, yo, Robert Pattinson's for real. Okay. It was the first time I saw a movie and I took him seriously other than the Twilight guy. Okay. Um, but I love this movie. If you got, if anyone here hasn't seen Good Time, I I have friends that I've told to see this, but they, I, they didn't believe me about Robert Pattinson. and They were like, all right, you were right. It's a fucking awesome movie. You're going to love it. Good Time is the pick for this week.
2: Cool. Now, for my pick this week, I'm going to give you an old favorite that you're not going to expect. Okay. I'm going to give you the latest album from Andrew W.K. Okay. You, 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 are, you are not alone. All right. Um, came out in 2018 after a pretty long hiatus obviously he's well known for I get wet you know when it's time to party we will party hard and yeah, shit like yeah. that um, even a couple of years ago he tried to start his own uh, political party called the party, the party, 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 party Party and I, I legitimately that was my political
1: allegiance yo
3: same for like a week for, for a, a week. solid week and then I thought about it I said this is fucking dumb I know it's uh, dumb, but it's I was still about a it.
1: Political party than what we have yeah. now. It was, it was
3: just as good as when
2: Andrew WK went and did the weather, and it's like, "What's the weather outside there, Andrew?" And it's a party, 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 party. What's it look like in Tacoma? Party. Uh, so yeah, this. We're is called, going
3: you're, to Mexico <laughs> for spring break.
2: <laughs> so yeah, like I said, this is called. Uh, <laughs> you're not alone. Um, it came out 2018. Um, it's part rock record, it's part self help record, it's part just you know make yourself feel spoken good about word. yourself. <laughs> no, no spoken no, word. No, I'm there, I'm there's... Saying, you
1: said self help, and I'm like, does he like have a, a, like parts where he speaks?
2: So, so there there are uh, there are certain tracks that may, maybe record. about <laughs> a minute, minute and a half. Let me talk, asshole. Shut. Dan, take. Is it poker? Dan,
1: take five. No, take, I need fi- to know. take five. Take five by... minutes. Can you explain self help to me. I don't know I've never heard about a self help album that wasn't. I will when you shut up. Sorry, I'm confused. I need help. Okay, cool. Then
2: this. Is going to help you. Okay. So essentially, what's happening is that there's a, there's maybe a track in between four or five different songs where it's like a minute long where he's like you know talking you through some shit. He's like, like an interlude. Well, exactly. Well, no, it's it's more like a, it's more like a speech. It's more like a a positive reinforcement type of thing. Uh, okay. Like a you're like a, you are not alone. The, the, obviously, this is combating mental illness and shit that okay. he's gone through S- in
1: his life. So it's like a different take on an interlude, like how like Eminem used to have like Ken Kniff where it'd be like a little track in between each song, like it's almost n- like a skit, but it's a real thing. It's not a skit. Correct. Okay, correct. It, it's the same but, uh, type. Uh, Thing. Yeah, correct. that's what I mean. Like the concept of it is the yes. same idea. It's not a tr- it's not a song, but it's a track that is something that
3: is not a song. Yes, can I, correct. Can I read you the album synopsis? Yeah, sure, please, please absolutely. Please. Okay, the album synopsis. Andrew WK doesn't just like partying; he inhabits it. <laughs> it's taking the best. The, taking the bombast and excess of arena rock and elevating it to mantra, fist pumping, gate crashing, dragon slaying, and in general. <laughs> pretty good time (laughs) you're not alone plays like an hour-long exclamation point setting daily affirmations music is worth living for make your dreams your destiny to a continuous charge of booming drums airbrush guitars and planetarium ready synths recalling everyone from the ramones to meatloaf to journey <laughs> okay. I mean I you It's interesting you, as you shit. had me
1: a dragon slaying. <laughs> yeah, dude. It's great. But it's not like Trogdor, like yeah. Trogdor was a
2: man.
0: Yeah, yeah. You know?
2: But no, it's it, it's it's a very fun time. It's very Andrew WK esque. Okay. It's like I said, it's not I get wet, it's something more than that. Should I take some medicine and listen to this? Not unless you feel like moshing in your fucking man cable over that's, there.
1: That isn't out of the realm of possibility. That's exactly what's going
2: to happen. Because you know what's going to happen? You're going to start a circle pit with Luke and Lily in there. Oh, And God. they're going to fucking nuts. You're just
1: going to scratch my balls. No, Lily's low-hanging balls. Lily's just going to cut your fucking throat. Lily's a scratcher, not Luke. Yeah, no, Luke's, Luke's, Luke's dumb. Luke's just a fat fuck. Luke is dumb. He's dumb as a brick.
2: And Lily's the one that's going to literally... Murder all of she's us She's a woman That's what they do She's gonna murder all yeah, of us Yeah she's a sociopath She's fucking conniving bitch And I guarantee you That if I If like If I was still around She
1: would easily slip my throat She likes you though That's a weird thing Like every time she sees you She's like oh I remember him Every time Yeah I actually, I, people... I, actually,
2: I actually found a, 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 a picture From when uh, When you and the landlord Yeah, first yeah I remember her. that That picture I you, still have it, it yeah. And it's
1: you sitting next to Alan Yeah of all people So the pick this week Is Andrew WK You are not alone You are not alone I'm actually excited to listen to this It's fun I want to give it a real shot
2: It's fun It's it's 16 songs but like I said, those Spoken parts, maybe take about four or five okay, tracks.
1: cool. I'm excited. Um, all right, where do you guys want to start? You want to start? We'll well, let's, talk, we, let's talk about the Super Bowl a little I, bit. I want to kind of like get that out of the way okay. we, because we missed because of correct, last week. Correct, correct. So, let's do so that. Um, got Super Bowl out of the way. Taylor and I were wrong. Chiefs won. Uh, um, Taylor, this is the first time you've had to see a division rival win a Super Bowl.
2: Yeah, the last time a division rival won was, like, ni- dude?
1: was 1983. Shut up. No, you, you've, 19- seen, you've seen two. You've seen the Bucks
3: and, the, and Saints. the Saints, yeah, and I've seen the Panthers in the Super Bowl twice. That's facts, okay, big facts. And how Bulk many times have games?
1: I seen the fucking Patriots? You cocksucker! Wait, you know Cry what? About it. You know what? Why, after, after, what I mean, why is after, that his fault? After twenty,
3: after twenty years and fucking five rings, six rings. Who gives a shit how many fucking rings they have? Fuck them. Six. It's just, it just happens, dude. You would, it you sucks would be exactly my board if it was the Saints that were it doing sucks. that. Yeah, true. Yeah, yeah true. trust me.
1: It's, I, I get where you're coming from, but it's one of these things where. I imagine it's what Colucci feels like generally <laughs> like you're just constantly a doormat but my team is a doormat I, well, listen, and it gets worn out eventually if, if
2: you take solace in anything is the fact that it's just a sports team and it takes up three sure. months of your life and I have that's fun. just Colucci's
1: I, I, life and I yeah. <laughs> True, consistently. <laughs> I will say I have fun hating the Patriots, but it does get very old. But it's your first time seeing a team in your division win the Super Bowl. So, what was your immediate reaction? It's a
2: sports year from hell. Fuck them all. I ha- I hate them. I fucking hate them. I don't care how good Andy w- Andy Williams, Jesus.
1: Uh, <laughs> Andy, Andy <laughs> Griffith. <laughs> no,
2: no, I listen. I really don't care how uh, how good of a how, how good of a coach Andy Reid is. I don't care how good of a fucking quarterback Pat Mahomes is. Great. I know. I play him twice a year. I fucking know. And I'm tired. I'm, I, it made me happy. <laughs> Knowing that every you single fucker is t- shut I'm tired. up. This is two fucking years. I'm tired. Because I'm tired of this shit.
3: I fucking hate it. Because <laughs> imagine listen, being in a fucking the rest division of the... with Drew Brees or Tom Brady, and you're tired. Yes, I, don't I am. Here, tired. Yes, I am tired.
2: Because and I understand well, I'm incredibly spoiled because I seen I seen three championships in my lifetime. I understand that one of them was against the Falcons in the nineties. Uh, I, I know. I
1: think he's tired because he knows that this is going to be this is going to this is the next <laughs> ten years of my this life. Is Tom Brady. <laughs> This, this is the next ten years of yeah. my life,
2: there's no denying how gr- how otherworldly good Pat Mahomes you should is. going
1: Patrick uh, Mahomes goat? He's listen, Garoppolo goat. I,
2: honestly, he's oh, he's as good, if not better, than Aaron Rodgers right now yes. in Aaron Rodgers' prime. I would agree. Um, because no one throws the ball better on a run than Aaron Rodgers in his prime, and
1: Pat Mahomes and he's still right green. now, and he's still and he's, fucking he's green. Still he's twenty four years old, man. Like he's only get, he, his resume is already like absurd. Super Bowl and MVP, league MVP, Super Bowl MVP, fifty passing touchdowns in a season, five thousand. And passing yards. The only thing I have twenty eight eight record.
2: Personally, for me, and this me being a dickhead. I think Damian Williams should have won. That's oh, just me. I, I
1: actually agree with because that.
2: because I'm this. I, w- I said the same thing when the when the Falcons beat the Forty Nine ers the last time. I think Jacoby Jones, he ran back two kicks. In Correct. That, so, like it, it's
1: playmaking ability. The, the reason Mahomes um, got it obviously is because he was the one that in those last ten minutes he orchestrated that was, everything. He both Patrick Mahomes had simultaneously the worst game of his career and the best, the best. game of his career against a top tier defense. But the truth of the matter is when it comes to this game there's only one person to blame and that is Kyle Shanahan a thousand fa- yeah, yeah. uh, yeah. percent I would I, dude I, I hate being one of these people it's like fire everyone but that's two times in the Super Bowl where his coaching got cost his team the game yeah and it's when you I, get conservative, fuck is when you, you lose, dude. I, I don't like how now all of a sudden the blame is on Jimmy Garoppolo. Yes, that's he, not true he Oh, em- I know all about that. He he missed <laughs> he, yes, he missed Emmanuel Sanders on what was going to be a one in the million shot. Sure. He had but, him too, man. Yeah, he had him. But it was a one in the million shot when he was the the Emmanuel Sanders again triple bracket. He had pressure coming in his face. He had to get rid of it and he just fucking sailed it. Listen. Whatever. But The only, like, they're talking about cutting him already. They're talking all these different things. Like, maybe people wouldn't be freaking out so much if they didn't annoy him the fucking goat less than 20 starts into his career. He's a game manager. That's not a knock. He's Alex Smith. His style is exactly like Alex Smith's, not as good as Alex Smith was yet. He's a good quarterback. He's a winning quarterback. He's not a superstar. If he has to go tit for tat with the best quarterbacks in this league, he probably has a losing record. Truth. It's, it, it sucks. It's not fair to him. He's a good quarterback. No, see, he's a very good quarterback. Yeah, he's a, a quality player. What
2: what, what doomed the 49ers is that the second the Chiefs got rolling, they got away from what got them to the dance, which was the running game. Yeah. Even if you're down only four points there, it doesn't matter. You have to continue to ride yeah, more sets. Yeah, you and you Dude, pass it. It's, twice? And listen, that offensive line was moving the Chiefs. And the Chiefs' defensive line is no fucking slouch. Yeah. As much as I hate to admit, Frank Clark is a good DN. Yeah. Chris Jones is a top tier defensive three tech. Free agent. It doesn't make any sense to me why you would go away from what got you there and try to ride Jimmy G. Because maybe, listen, and I've been the biggest pro- pro- proponent, like, nace or biggest guy that like vouches for Jimmy G and Kirk Cousins for no fucking reason. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but true. The, th- the, the fact of the matter is, one, to be nitpicking, and it's always woulda, coulda, shoulda. That's a bullshit offensive PI call. I don't care what anyone says. That is absolute bullshit. Kevin Rud, Kyle Rudolph pushed off worse in
1: that I, win. I would have been fine with percent. them calling it there too, though. I'd rather no, I, them actually make the call, but than what, not make but, it. But what I'm
2: saying is the it, again, it's it's hard to pin a loss on the refs, you but can't. It, it's it, when here you can't that particular thing. Mm, I, that's a ticky tack foul to me. That's a thousand percent a I think it's a little fouls, beyond
1: I mean. The ticky tack Because again I thought the Kyle Rudolph one Was too. I thought they both Should have been called there um, uh, But regardless There there was a bunch of things That the, the 49ers didn't do well When the Chiefs were You know It was a close game throughout a, I thought it was a great game First of all No it, it was It was a very was, entertaining was, game It was a very entertaining it game Great in 4K it, it, it was it. The whole game was very very good um, I I thought that one of the things the Chiefs did that isn't getting mentioned enough is that they changed their game plan to play more like the 49ers. They were doing you know finesse kind of play. Started where they running were, the ball. Yeah, man. they started running the ball, and uh, I was really happy for Damian Williams. I was a I big game of his I, life, I was a big fan of him uh, when he was with the Dolphins, and I was mad when they let him go because I I've seen the guy. He's not only he's a he's a good runner. He's a great receiver, but he's a great pass protector. On that one, uh, I think it was a uh, second and nine play. He had it was a play action, and he laid. Out the linebacker, oh, easy. Fred then he, Warner, ca- then he so caught bad. the ball and he ran like two moves to get the first down. Um, they had he, him dead he, to rights three tied, yards behind he the. He tied of Terrell Davis for the most touchdowns in his first six playoff games with eleven touchdowns in six playoff games. Um, he, but I, I was I was very happy for Andy Reid. You know, that, for a coach, the difference between the Hall of Fame and not making the Hall of Fame well, is the Super a, Bowl. It's
2: always going to be the Super Bowl. You're going to be judged on your Super if Bowl. If Marty race.
1: Schottenheimer had a Super Bowl, he's in the Hall of Fame already. Easily. And Andy Reid has the 7th most wins all time. And before this, he had 7th most all time without a Super Bowl. Um, or he had the most all time without a Super Bowl. Um, but overall, I thought it was a really entertaining game. Um, the, the Chiefs are going to be around for a long time. Fuck them off! Um, it, unfortunately for you, they're going to be around for a long time. Unfortunately for the AFC, they're going to be around for a while as long as Pat Mahomes is healthy and doesn't get himself in any legal trouble, which I don't think he will. No, the kid he, seems like a no, great, he, he se- great kid.
2: He's yeah, no, he seems like just a straight shooter. He seems like he do, he's going to do a lot of like charity work. Like he could even be like a Walter Payton Man of the yeah, Year. At some yeah, yeah. He's he's it's, got all the attributes you it, want. It's hard to hate. Listen, I don't hate Pat Mahomes. That's not true. It's at me being a true football fan. Bitter. I'm very bitter because sure. that's what I want. But I'm I'm hopeful that Drew Lock. If Drew Lock gets good, and imagine those two like if they're both really good and they both yeah. decide the
1: battle, that's going to be some good shit. It's going to be interesting so, to I'm, see cuz you know I'm very excited. I, I I I don't know, I mean with the 49ers, obviously they had a great year. But to just say they're going to be back is a really it, that. The truth of the matter is, it's look at the Rams. It's a stretch because teams don't get back that no, easily. I mean, no. when you look at it the the only team that had uh, in the NFC that's been to multiple Super Bowls in the last few years what the the, the Giants in the NFC got the Giants to, in the last twenty years the Giants well,
2: the uh, the forty nine uh, ers the Seahawks the forty nine ers this decade anyway yeah the
1: Seahawks the forty nine ers they're really the only ones in the, in, in yeah. the, this most recent decade it's really hard to do unless you're the Patriots I'm
2: trying to even think now like who like, uh, like Big well, the, the Rams, the Panthers two, were there. Aaron Rodgers
1: won a Super Bowl in his second full year as a starter, right? Uh-huh. Two thousand nine, or was uh, it? It was his no second full year because he first started in two thousand. You know. Third, third, 2010. Yes, correct, they correct. 2010. So his third year hasn't been back to a Super Bowl since. Drew Brees hasn't been back to a Super Bowl since. Mm-hmm. Look how long it took Peyton Manning to get to a Super Bowl, then to get back to a Super Bowl. After, yeah. So it's it, there's no given here. And now, you know, they're in a big salary cap situation, the 49ers. Uh, Eric Armstead, Armstead's a free agent. He's going to get a huge contract. And Absolutely. I don't know if the 49ers can afford it. No. Um, that's why there's questions about Jimmy Garoppolo. But to just think that the 49ers are a given next year. Everyone picked the Rams to win the division this year. I picked the 49ers as a wild card.
2: I think defensively, you you have to you have to pencil them in for at least eight wins. You would think so, minimum. Yeah, yeah you, you know don't. Know what know? I mean, just I mean, Richard
1: Sherman's going to be a year older. Well,
2: I mean, the, so the, if you go from draft and area of need immediately, just from San Francisco's perspective, the first thing you need is, is defensive back because yeah. one your safety gave up the easiest pass interference call I've seen all season. Yeah, in the in the red zone to Travis. Kelsey. I saw people That's crying trash. that that was a bad call. I'm like he didn't I, turn around dude, he tackled him. That was he, the most obvious and blatant he, he pass fell interference on. He call. Fell on. Him. He got mugged in yeah. the end zone, dude. And that that right there, when that happened, I'm like, "Ooh, we're in trouble." K- Kelsey ha- was
1: killing me at the uh, parade today. He had me fucking howling. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't give a shit. <laughs> Fuck them. I
2: don't give a shit. And then thank you, Donald Trump, for saying that Kansas City is in Kansas. Part of it is in Kansas, but it's mostly in Missouri. No, it's in Missouri. No, there, there is no. There, I, 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 there, no, I I've, it's, it's I've, not. I've met someone. They're lying to you. Look, please so, look so,
1: so, so someone from there is lying. They're 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 probably saying they're a, they're a Kansas City Chiefs fan, but no, it's not in Missouri. There are Chiefs fan er, in, in Kansas. It's not. It's not. It's I'm said telling that there's you. There's a section that's in Kansas. Dude, did you see the shirt Pat Mahomes was wearing today? No, I didn't it's, watch the fucking no, no, it, parade. No, it, it wasn't on the parade. No, it was like it was a t- picture on Twitter that went around. It I says don't care. congratulations to Kansas, and it's a picture of Missouri. <laughs> I don't give a shit. Um, but no, it, it's that. So let me tell you. So I, you saw in the group chat that yeah. that tweet. From Trump made me laugh so hard because I was literally trolling someone on Facebook that we went yeah. to high school with a couple weeks ago. No, there it's not. There, there is a Kansas City. Si- there is a um something Kansas in Missouri, but it's not. Or in Kansas, it's but not, it's not the Kansas, Kansas City. City. No, Kansas City's in Missouri. And I, I get it's a common misconception, but when I saw it tweet, I was like, oh come on, <laughs> like, that's awesome. I was like, come on. And I, I, I would have loved it if he just left it up and was like, what? Oh, was- oh he deleted it. Yeah, he deleted it. That, I I would have left that up. Yeah, I would have left it up too. Like, because that's I, funny. I would have left it up and then put the, the correct. Tweet Right after and just not acknowledge Just it. put the asterisks and put your yeah, Correct. But, um, yeah, you're, you're <laughs> yours a city. You're a um, your city. But, again, I thought it was a really good Super Bowl. But we have to talk about the halftime show, don't we? Because, I, I guess. Um, I thought it was a really entertaining halftime show. I
2: liked it, man. I thought
1: it was well done. Yo, Shakira uh, is a dime, dude. Shakira. Smoke show. She's great. Sh- Shakira. J-Lo was hot. Shakira fucking swept the floor with Yo, her. Shakira Shakira's amazing, Yo, dude. Shakira, it, first She's off, w- way more talented. But Shakira was hotter. One hundred percent. Listen, okay, so dude, I, Barstool did a poll. They said who won the booty off? It was ninety percent Shakira, ten percent J Lo. Well, I,
3: I am happy to be the ten percent.
1: Okay, listen, I. I d- it was all homosexuals <laughs> 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 and kaluch Yes, the same
2: thing. Well, to me, I mean, listen, Shakira. I think they're both incredibly good women. Oh my women. god! And it's listen the way J Lo's fifty,
1: dude. Yeah, dude, fifty-two. 52, like 52 I think. Man, and had, she has she's had kids. Mm-hmm. Both of them have had kids. How and did Mark? How did Mark Anthony do that be fucking horse tooth? Motherfucker. A, a- Rod's Lynn not a not really good looking guy <laughs> either. He's better looking than Mark Anthony. Mark Anthony's at, yeah. a two. A-Rod's like a six, looks wise. It doesn't and matter. And J Lo's a fucking twelve. Yeah, but
2: A-Rod's worth over hundred million. Add two points. And,
1: Eight. And J-Lo's probably worth more, frankly. A lot more. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, I will say that. Beyonce's like, worth more than Jay-Z it, it was, it was really which is crazy yeah. if you think
2: about it. Yeah. Uh which was like the part that was really cool. I'd never like I remember Jenny from the block, she played that. She played all of her hits. Yeah. That was pretty cool. And then just Shakira with like the dance moves and shit. Mm-hmm. I thought the Corey. The she sang in three
1: different languages. The choreography the, oh! was great. The
2: the the reggaeton shit I am not a fan of, but they actually did a great job because they're it in Miami. they was well
1: choreographed.
2: Th- th- there's there's a big Puerto Rican demographic down there, oh, so I, obviously they played they played to that
1: strength. <laughs> Cuban, but the oh sorry excuse the me. Cuban Puerto Rican tomato
3: say, tomato. The only thing I kept thinking when uh, J Lo was doing her performance was where's Jaw? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> where's
0: Jaw?
2: But no, um, I really enjoyed it, and I just want to say thank you to all the uh, white people out there that got offended. Okay, that's what I wanted to get to. Fucking assholes. Okay, so Are you kidding me? Some
1: guy I just saw is uh, suing the NFL. Oh, uh, he runs. It, he has a Christian podcast. and uh, I think I need to try getting this guy to call in. Yeah, let's do it. Um, but he's like, I didn't sign up to watch porn. This is a family show. Where I are these saw motherfuckers, that. Where are these motherfuckers complaining about Jason Derulo? Like, dry fucking everything two years ago. <laughs> Not Jason Derulo. What? Um, the Maroon Five guy. Yeah, uh, Jason uh, Adam Levine. Adam, Levine. why am I saying Jason? I, I mix up all these popcock suckers for no reason. Jason <laughs> uh, Jason Derulo. Yeah, whatever. Adam yeah, Levine. it's Jason from the Power Rangers. Yeah. Fuck you, Adam Levine. Um, he was you know stripping himself and I, I like why are we offended by this Who it's cares. like well we're watching with our kids Dude, okay white people, didn't, white white people didn't give a
2: shit when Miley twerked on fucking robin thick no one gave a well, shit
1: no, to be fair no one was watching the vmas besides koluchy <laughs> i'm just well, you live tweeted it yeah but, but uh, no
2: but it's just one of those things like you're looking for something to get offended by and to be honest with you if you're watching it and you're just be- listen change the channel if you are Simple. Sh- if you are a straight male. A straight male. Doesn't matter, white, black, blue, purple, doesn't fucking matter. If you're a straight male and you're watching that and you have a problem,
1: you're yeah. gay. Yeah. Oh, you're gay or. You're a pedophile. <laughs> one or the other. Maybe both. It's, and, and it, like, it's just, it doesn't make any sense. Like, no, it doesn't make sense. It, because, listen, if you take
2: the sex appeal out of it and you just take it from a performance standpoint, it was absolutely it was a, flawless. I, I
1: saw some people going, well, you know, they're lip sync." It was like, no shit. Like, they weren't lip syncing, no, though. They, no. They, they, some well, of them were. Well, like doing the sure. Chili Peppers play with Bruno Mars a few years well, ago. Well, that was they, different. They weren't plugged in. Correct. And it's it's one of these things where, when it's that many people and it's that big of a thing, they you like, Whitney Houston, the greatest national anthem ever was lip synced. I know that. It was entirely lip synced. They have to do it because they don't know what the acoustics are going to be like with that many people there. They don't want to fuck it up. I don't care. It's it's not called a concert. It's called a show. It's a performance, yeah. and most of it is about the visuals. I've seen terrible halftime shows like the Black Eyed Peas. Like Justin Timberlake, two year, or was that two years ago, was yeah. horrendous. Mm-hmm.
2: No, no, the tribute to Prince was absolutely amazing. I don't care I, what you
1: say. I thought he had no energy. Like, he didn't do anything. And I, I, I like it. Dude, it, the, only, the I, real triple threat. I, he is one of the three worst Super Bowl halftime shows I've ever seen. It's like him, the Black Eyed Peas. Um, Aerosmith, Nelly, Backstreet Boys, NSYNC. That I mean, there's been good. There's Remember been great, there's been great ones. Bruce was good a few years back. Bruce was great. You two was great. Was t- two was great. Um, the best Tom, one ever is, is Prince. Prince. Mm. Tom Petty was really good when the the first time the Giants beat the Patriots. Uh, the Who. The Who Who was was really good. The Who was pretty good. Um, You know, but then, like, Timberlake came out, and I was shocked that he didn't do, like, more. There was no energy. There were no guest appearances or anything.
2: Got that stupid selfie with the fucking stupid asshole. But this
1: was a really good one, and then people are offended by it. Like, again, oh, she was simulating masturbation. They probably told her, we don't want another slip. Put your hand over your pussy and get sexy with it. Because she was wearing, like, just a fucking dental floss over her fucking clam. It's not even that bad, dude. Like, who who cares? cares? Like, again, if you don't want your kids watching that, you knew who was performing. You knew it was gonna. They're they're known for their asses. But that, turn it the fuck off. But you
2: also know that JLo Lo and Shakira have been booked for the Super Bowl halftime show for, for uh, months, almost a year, for a long fucking time. And if you do your due diligence, all you got to do is Google their names
1: and click on images, and yeah. you will
2: figure out what is
1: going to happen. Put, put the Puppy Bowl on if you want nice wholesome family entertainment. And also, he, he,
2: here's here's me being here's me getting triggered a little bit, right? If all you're looking at is just the sex appeal, oh. then you're then you're missing you're missing the actual performance. No, the sex appeal the sex appeal is part of it, but if you watch what they're actually doing, it's incredibly in depth choreography. It's ap- it's a, f- a spectacular performance. Visuals which,
1: are great. The the, the, the pyrotechnics on dude, the top of the building were the, incredible. The amount
2: of planning and effort that goes into these shows is literally second uh, to yeah, none. And, and the fact that it the stage is put together so quickly and, and it's flawless. Out there, and it the state yo when when they simulate the waterfall. Oh, it's 3D. The stage is phenomenal. White white
1: people Twitter was so funny beyond the sex thing because they were complaining. Some people were like, I can't believe she brought out a Cuban flag. You dumb fucks. Who cares? It's a, it was a Puerto Rican flag. But what I'm saying and, is, why do people care well, about then, that? Again, uh, well, it's the Super Bowl. It's in America. Why are they speaking other languages? They're honoring the culture. They're in Miami. That's an incredibly Hispanic population. Like, who? Like, dude, again, who cares? That's exactly it. If you're okay, and again, if you're that upset and you're watching the Super Bowl for the halftime show, beyond the sex appeal of it, you're a fucking asshole. It's
2: stupid. I would have. I would. I would. I would be more inclined to believe people that are more Upset about certain commercials, as opposed to say the
1: half. The commercials show. were okay this no, year. I, I'm just saying,
2: yeah. like, I, like yeah. I find that to be more of a plausible the Post argument. Post
3: Malone, I loved Weiser, it. Loved it. That was a good one. The Jason I, Momoa one I was really good. I have officially switched from White Claw to Bud Light Seltzer <laughs> because of that commercial. <laughs> just
1: destroyed it. Uh, uh, the Jason Momoa commercial was really good. I Like that. Um, I I hated the Google one that people were crying about.
2: Of course you did. Of it course, course you, was you did. Fucking it's, it's, stupid. Uh, of course yeah. you did. It's a sentimental thing. What that is? That one I, I nice and I
3: was like I think Dolores is dead yeah
1: <laughs> no I, it's <laughs> dead it, it was to be an Alzheimer's well, thing. Yeah, well that's the thing who as someone that has a, mem- a member of their family with Alzheimer's I've never thought let's get them a Google Home that shit is stupid
3: they can't work el- electronics they forget how to use it exactly that's what I mean it was stupid <laughs> my grandma had Alzheimer's I'm not making fun of people with Alzheimer's I'm telling you like it is I've seen it you thought it was
1: stupid too it was yeah. a commercial it was, it was sentimental just to pull on heartstrings for no reason
3: my grandma didn't know what my fucking Name was she's gonna remember Google's name, yeah, exactly. Fuck off, I, Google. I, I
1: hated that commercial. Fuck I, off I Google. I, what were the other uh, we got the new James Bond trailer, yeah, really good. It fucking awesome. Oh, uh, uh,
3: the uh, the quick clips of the uh, Marvel stuff coming to Disney yeah, Plus. Yeah, that was cool. That looks the, nice. The one that I'm so intrigued by
1: is WandaVision
3: because yeah, I dude. don't it understand cool, what it is, but it looks like Leave It the Beaver. Well, I'm intrigued by it because let's I like, want let's let's to see Elizabeth Olsen in the original uh, Scarlet Witch yeah, yeah. outfit. That'll be cool. Like, I'm just interested
1: to see how they do that and they give you a bit of a Loki tees, which I, I think Loki will be the biggest of them all yeah, I sure. love
2: the Tide Pod commercial that just overarched with Charlie Day yeah with Charlie Day. Well, is,
3: you know what like you, you can tell from a narrative standpoint you know where things are headed mm-hmm. and with the Loki thing the Loki thing is what's going to bring the Infinity Stones back into the main Correct. timeline because if you think the Infinity Stones are done now no. you're fucking dumb um, no there's no, there's <laughs> you're no way dumb. Um, I agree
1: so um, yeah, there weren't like any other commercials that really stood out to me. Um, I did like the Brian Cranston Shining one. I thought it was dumb until the very end when it was him as the twins for like a half second. Yeah. That made me laugh.
0: Yeah.
1: Um. You know. So I. One thing I was expecting to see like some hype for during the Super Bowl. It's a movie that's coming out this Friday. Is Birds of Prey. I'm not seeing like any. There's not I, much I, marketing it's getting for. Like
3: good reviews, but, but, but is
1: it getting good reviews because it's labeled as a feminist film? Oh yeah. And it's 100%. a social because I think it's gonna tank. I think it's going to do shit all at the box office. Yeah, I'll,
3: I'll see it when it's streaming or wherever yeah, you can find it, but I'm, no, not I'm not going to go go see, see it. it. No
1: desire. I watch it when it's, I can download it illegally. Um, I'm not paying. I'm not paying shit for that. No. But I, I, think it's going to be one of these things where the the social justice warriors of the world are going to love it. The critics are going to love it because of that. But they've straight up said, "Oh, this is a feminist film." Like, yeah. okay, that that's going to work really well because that's gone so well for movies that have just came out and said that immediately. Yeah, you can make those movies and be a little subtle about it. You don't need to fucking just tell us in advance.
3: Or you could even be uh, heavy handed about it and just not talk about it in the marketing push, like with fucking Captain Marvel. That was absolutely correct, a feminist correct. movie. And it- Made a billion dollars. It,
1: exactly. Yeah. Exactly. I don't. Th- I mean, again, I haven't seen like much marketing for this movie. It's mm-hmm. all. It's, it's rated R, correct? Yes. So th- that's another thing that's going to hurt at the box office mm-hmm. because if it's PG thirteen, you <laughs> probably do spend some more, some more marketing dollars. You know, the
3: thing that I'm that I'm interested to see is, you know, this movie may not tank, but it's definitely not going to make a lot of it's money. It's not
1: going to make as much as Suicide Squad. Um, as bad as Suicide and, Squad, was, our on a are People
3: going to complain about it. And then when Black Widow comes out and inevitably makes a huge yeah. fucking haul at the box office, are people just going to ignore that fact? Well, they're definitely when
1: this doesn't do as well as they they want it to in the box office, they're going to say it's sexism because mm-hmm. that's what they did with Charlie's Angels, that's what they do with these movies. They say sexism rather than you made a movie that not many people wanted to see. Yeah, I don't know anyone that's like excited for this movie. Mm-hmm. I, I've seen some people on Twitter. I'm so indifferent about. Yeah, it, it's like... well because again they didn't really endear Harley Quinn and Suicide Squad. You know, she uh, was uh, she was fine as. Harley Quinn. She wasn't spectacular. I, I do
2: like Margot Robbie. I, think, I, 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 I love I, I think Robbie. the casting of Margot Robbie is great, but I feel like that for whatever it's just a DC
3: thing. I think that DC keep, as a whole is just dude, so mismanaged. It's so you know? it's
2: so weird. It's almost as bad as the fucking Wilpons. But like, it's, oh, we'll get to that in a minute. <laughs> but no, I'm saying is like DC. They can't, I don't want to say mismanaged. Look what Joker did. I'm saying, but like, yeah. but like DC still for whatever, what I mean whatever reason, by yeah, they they can't get out of their own way. Mm-hmm. But you, like, but when you give someone, like, when you when you put out a movie like Joker, now they feel like they could do anything. Eleven Oscar nominations. Now they have this hubris where they're like oh we can well, do whatever the fuck we want
3: but that's what i mean by mismanaged yeah you know, right you know, first I of agree all with you. joker is not even really a part of a the comic book movie when correct. you look at it and it's also not part of their connected universe yeah and, and then if you look at some of their stuff you got movies that make close to a billion dollars you got movies that do make a billion dollars you got movies that have like this crazy fucking rush out of the gate and then a week in you get like a sixty percent drop off in yeah. the next week, and then you have other movies that just fucking tank because they well, look like look garbage. At, when you look
1: yeah. at what the DC thing is, they they're mismanaged from a storytelling standpoint, but from a financial standpoint, they've only had two movies that were considered disappointments, and that was uh, Batman versus Superman. Aquaman. Mm-hmm. No, Aquaman was huge. Aquaman made yeah. a lot of money, a shit ton of money. Yeah. 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 The only that. two that were disappointments financially were um, Batman versus Superman and uh, Justice League. Yeah. Suicide Squad made a ton of money. Wonder Woman made a fuck ton of money, and Aquaman made a fuck ton of money, well, and uh. Joker became the first comic book movie uh, rated R comic book movie to make a billion dollars I'll say yeah.
2: Suicide Squad did a good job of selling you on a trailer the trailer was fantastic but then when you actually sit down and watch it you're like
1: yeah, and mm-hmm. I th- actually I think Joker is the first rated R movie to cross a billion dollars. Is what it was, which is a huge achievement. It yeah. wasn't, wasn't uh, Logan either. No, Logan no, didn't make Logan, a billion. No. Well, oh. Logan was great. Logan was great. I think what Joker proved and what Aquaman proved and Wonder Woman is that they made the it, it did follow more the MCU standpoint where it didn't need to be connected right away. They tried so quickly to make their Avengers and they just rushed it. Mm-hmm. They rushed it. Shazam made a lot of money. Shazam, Shazam was, was funny. Shazam, as was, shit. Shazam was really good. Shazam I like was Shazam. funny as shit, dude. Um, I was. Surprised surprised how much I like that yeah. and that was one that didn't have a huge marketing push and it made a lot of money but with like Birds of Prey I just think they're trying so hard to get I've said since before when they first announced Suicide Squad I don't like the idea of Harley Quinn in the live action film she's an animated character that wasn't in comic books she was made for an animated TV series she's a cartoon Yeah, I don't think it translates because the voice is so cartoonish everything about it is it, didn't, it never worked that way for me like the Joker does because Joker we've seen so many different incarnations of it And she does a fine enough job, but I think it's such a hard character to really put to screen and work.
2: I mean, I I think she has like when it comes down to everything, she has the voice, she has the mannerisms. Great. It's just, I agree with you. It's like it's hard to envision that in like a a live action role. I also
1: don't like Harley Quinn without Joker. Like to me, it's one of those things. I also don't want Jared Leto as a Joker ever again.
2: Which is crazy too, because if you look at it just from like just from an origin standpoint, like the origins of Harley Quinn is actually a really really twisted. It's a cool story. It's really It's his doctor
1: in Arkham Asylum,
2: and and it's twisted as shit, and it's fucking cool but like uh, for whatever reason this is one of those characters where like, they just can't put a pin in it they can't figure out no. how to make it work and I think that's I because think that's, it's it's one of those things that's always going to be doomed to failure and I think at this time if this bombs which I'm pretty sure we're all in agreement that this is probably going to not make that much money I think it'll make money I'm not, like, I'm, first, I don't think
1: it's going to be like talking, a boom I'm
2: not talking like Captain Marvel money yeah, no, I'm, I'm, I'm I, talking
1: like maybe 500 mil domestic I don't think it'll make 500 million I think it'll be like a maybe 200, world, maybe, 225 million worldwide it might make 500, a little more yeah. the thing is rated R movies overseas don't do as well as I do over here. Yeah, right. Um, because the the rating systems are so much different overseas. Um, I think uh, three hundred million is very optimistic. I think it's more of a two hundred to two hundred and twenty-five million. I could which be I wrong, th-
0: which I
2: think is fair. Well, what, what was the budget over a hundred? Easy. I'm
1: sure. With I mean, with the amount of people that are in it, I, I don't know. It's probably it's when, actually when a pretty you, solid When you, cast, when you too. include marketing, probably over a hundred million. Yeah,
2: I, w- I would think. I would think so. Um,
1: but we'll see. All right, why don't we get into the stuff we really want to talk about right now? Yeah, sure. Um, so let me start this out. Um, uh, it was actually sixty-three days ago exactly that um, we talked about that the uh, the Mets were the Wilpons were Jeff and. Fred Wilpon were in agreement go, to sell the majority share of the team to Steve Cohen, hedge fund billionaire, uh, the guy that the show Billions is based upon, actually. Also already a minority shareholder at this Correct, point. Correct, 8% share, uh, owner of the team. Um, I said very early on to you and to a lot of people, and I, I other people say this to me too, because I saw this happen in 2011 that I'll wait until it's done before I'm overly excited. I was I was cautiously optimistic, and sure enough, it comes out yesterday that they hit a snag in the agreements. The, the Wilpon tried changing the the agreement at the last second um, to retain control of the team. Apparently, there's some rumors they wanted to still own SNY, which is the real cash cow of any baseball team, is their own television network. Um, and now the it sounds like the deal is off the table. Um, Steve Cohen had something planned to have a a, a big uh, gala the gala. At, uh, at opening day where he announced that he's the majority shareholder. Um and I'm convinced that the Will Ponds only went into the agreement on this sale to get the fans off their back that they didn't offer Zach Wheeler a contract and go after any of the big free agents like Anthony Rendon or um Garrett Cole. So here Fuck. we are fucking dick. Uh, yeah, just just twelve days away from pitchers and catchers, uh just about thirty uh, about about forty days from um the f- kickoff of this from spring training, and uh we're still stuck with the Will Ponds for the foreseeable future. The Wilpons that don't spend money, the Wilpons that use the team as an ATM, the Wilpons that turned the Mets into a $350 million debt tag because they got tied up with Bernie Madoff, who is trying to get out of prison today.
0: <laughs> really? Oh,
1: Correct. He's telling uh, his lawyers and the courts that he is dying and doesn't want to be in prison while he's dying and I said the Mets should sign him. <laughs> um, uh, I, again, I can't say I'm surprised because this is who Fred and Jeff Wilpon are. They did this in 2011 when someone agreed to buy the team. They just want to have someone there to try and either drive up the value or get the fans off their back for a minute, because they figure once the season starts, they can disappear again. Because that's what they do.
2: It's just, it's, 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 it's absolutely disgusting. The fact that this is this has legitimately ruined my last two days. Um, I am absolutely, I am disgraced as being a relatively new Met fan. Someone that was a I wouldn't say diehard but that was a pretty good fan of the Phillies back in the day when they were actually competing and then watching division rival watching a division rival win a World Series watching a division rival win a Super Bowl and then watching the Mets absolutely implode on themselves step in shit with the Carlos Beltran stuff that's even under a bigger
1: microscope now because of this nonsense Steve Cohen was the owner of the team uh, eight days less than Carlos Beltran was the manager of the Mets it's
2: just it doesn't make any sense to me now part of me as being a conspiracy theorist put my tinfoil hat on for a second that this is a negotiation Tactic, because the one thing that the little absolutely despise is a bad negative opinion, which is funny because that's all they have is a bad negative public opinion. The, the like the the public like the public opinion, the court is out, the jury is out. They suck dick. All right, yeah. it's it's Correct. set in stone. They absolutely are the worst. I don't understand how you can make that much fucking money at one point. Yeah, you got you got in bed with Bernie Madoff. I understand you made a bad business decision. That happens if you are half the businessman that you think that you are. Not even Fred. Jeff. Jeff's the one that's that's really the fucking problem, is that you have this guy. I don't know about you, and I don't know about you, but if someone walks up and goes, "Hey, I'm gonna buy that shit for two point six billion, but I want full control at the time of purchase," and you tell me no, like if if you were to sell me a TV, Josh, if you were to sell me a TV, and then I I pay you ten grand for it, the whole setup, the whole nine yards, and then. As soon as I swipe my card or as I'm about to swipe my card, you say, well, you can't watch what you want to watch. I can only program it, and I can only do what I want. That doesn't fucking work. I'm sorry. The Wilpons have a fiduciary uh, fiduciary responsibility to Saul Katz, even to Steve Cohen, who is a minority owner, to make money. Fucking Manfred needs to step in at this point because I believe there's a rule saying that if you if you're in debt for ten times le- ten times more than your profits, you are forced to sell.
1: Yeah, Manfred's never going to step in. I understand that he never will, and um, Major
2: League Baseball won't step in because if you think about it, a team in a major market like this that is an absolute laughingstock of the league at this point. It is a fucking disgrace. It's not even bad for the Mets, which we all know it already is. Sure. It's bad for Major League Baseball. It yeah, is a bad
1: look the, across the fucking board. The problem is, the um, you know, this, there was a similar kind of thing happened back in, uh, I believe it was 2008, with uh, Frank McCourt, who was the owner of the Los Angeles Dodgers. Yep. And uh, he was in debt, and he was using the team to pay off his debts, and then uh, MLB temporarily took control of the team. Um, was that when the whole
2: Magic Johnson thing?
1: No, that uh, that was later. That was later. Okay. Um, he, he is still technically a, major, a minority owner of the Dodgers, um, but uh, he was forced to sell the team. But when the Mets got into their financial trouble with Bernie Madoff, um, the M- Major League Baseball gave them, uh, Wilpons 25, 20, $25 million. Because
2: Bud Selig and Fred Wilpon were good buddies. Yeah, and
1: as long as Bud Selig is alive, um, Rob Manfred will respect the wishes of Bud Selig because he is still making millions of dollars off Major League Baseball. I believe he gets $7.1 million a year in salary on retirement funds. That's absolutely ridiculous. Um, yeah, I mean, there, there, is a, there is a rumbling that what may have happened here is that the Wellponds got another offer for more, and that... From th- who? I, I don't know. I mean, it's a baseball team. If you put a th- baseball team on the table, some billionaire is going to offer it just like they will a, f- a football team, a basketball team. It's a cash cow. Um, and that they got another offer, and they were hoping that Cohen would up the offer then, or after they already had an agreement. So what could happen here, it could be that, yes, there's another offer. The offer goes through. Done. Done. Good. What could also happen is they get the other, Cohen pulls out, they get the other offer, and then um, Cohen sues them for breach of contract and breach of agreement, and then we're in even more turmoil. But then that could actually force MLB's hand to take control of the team, which also means they'll be terrible for a while because they're not going to be spending money. Right. But they're not spending money now. Um, but, but,
2: but okay, so here's my thing with this even if the Mets are a 55-win team, without sure. Fred and Jeff Wilpon there, sure. don't you feel a little bit more obligated to kind of root for these guys? I mean, I'm still rooting for them. No, 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 no. That's, that's not what I mean. What I mean is like to, to actually support, support, them. support them, the yes. team. sure, sure. Because, because to me, the part that sucks the most is that like, you, I you, know you have you have a core of, young, of great young talent. Sure. You have a reigning NL uh, uh, Rookie of the Year. Jeff McNeil, who competed for a batting title all season. Reigning Cy Young,
1: back-to-back back Cy Young winner.
2: The best pitcher in baseball for two Correct. straight years. You have uh, arguably one of the best bullpens, if they're all healthy and at sure. their best. You have a very good rotation.
1: And all we're doing the, is talking about the owners. And all
2: we're doing is talking about, like, th- that these well, fucking assholes... Literally just can't get out of their own fucking way, yeah. man. Um,
1: I mean, that's that's pretty much the story of being a Mets fan. Um, that's how it's been for a long. This enough.
2: is this is like the uh, we said it before we even came in here. This is the, like as far as me being a Met fan and being a diehard Met fan. This is the first big catastrophe I've actually seen. Yeah, and I'm some- you it
1: won't be the last.
2: And from someone who knows about ownership issues, because yeah. the Denver Broncos have their own ownership issues. The, the Denver Broncos are run by a trust, the, uh, the Pat Bowling trust. I'd rather with that his, than
1: the Will Ponds
2: With his seven kids that all vying for position because Johnny because Johnny fucking sucks and Britt Bowling should take control of the team. But my whole point is I've seen it and I've seen how people can overcome it. But the fact that these absolute... Crooks. Yeah. They are. They are nothing but. Listen, and I said it. In the, and I said in our group chat,
1: it can be whittled down to the simplest of phrases. They are not good people. No, they're not. I mean, they are they, not they, good people. Je- Jeff fired a woman because she was pregnant out of out of marriage. I read that. I so yeah, someone posted like, that New York Post. I yeah, think you did. Yeah. And I read that, and I could
2: not believe. I heard you yeah, say that's it. But why I couldn't they, believe it. When the Veltron
1: thing was going on, they're talking about integrity. I'm like, what integrity? None. You don't have integrity. And it's a disgrace. Uh, I, I, I said after the Beltron thing happened that I wouldn't go to any games this year. Um, and I may I may have softened on that a little bit after because I'm like, if they're good, I will make an effort. If I actually see they're good, I'll go. Um, but now I will not go to any games as long as they are the owners. So, I, I refuse. Uh, but I, I do have a proposition here that I want to push out to our listeners and on Twitter and on Facebook. This season, I think that we should all one day, maybe if it's a Fox game, maybe if it's just a random weeknight game when you know it's half empty. Get as many people as we can to go. I want like a few hundred. Okay. okay? And I want every time the Mets are batting, everyone that we're with to chant sell the team. I'll do it. From the first inning until they kick us out. They'll kick not us out Not when our guys are pitching. Not when our guys are pitching, but I want to sell the team chant going for as long as we possibly can. And I want us all to be in one area and even make a parade. We walk around the stadium, sell the team, sell the team. We go right behind where the SNY booth is chanting, sell the team, sell the team. I think... I have major gripes with these cocksuckers at the seven line that they are not doing the same thing because they get paid by the Mets. They're they not, they're, They get paid by the Mets, so they're not going to have any backbone and be real fans because they've turned their fan group into a for-profit group. So fuck them, too. The real fans should not be con- uh, giving the Wilpons and the Mets their money. You can still root for the team. You can still watch the games. I, for one, am canceling my cable because I will not pay for SNY anymore because they make more money off SNY. I will only stream the games now. I can't do it. I, I've given them so much money pretty much my entire life between games and merchandise and concessions. When you go to opening day, you better not buy a single thing in that stadium. Nope. Don't give them a dime. I don't care if you're dying of uh, dehydration. Don't drink water, drink your own piss. <laughs> it worked for Leona Machida. He won a championship belt with yeah. it. But now that,
2: I said that before. I said, If I didn't already buy my opening day tickets, sure. if you I didn't have already have do them. that, then I, I bought my Pete Alonzo jersey. I bought my McNeil jersey. I bought a new Met hat. I bought this all when it was announced that sure. Cohen was upping his stake in the team. Yeah. And then this shit happens. I, I've never been so... Uh, what I've never been so embarrassed to be a fan of a team, but I—the only way to you really been a
1: Mets fan long enough, sir. The
2: only, <laughs> the only way for them for for us as fans to really hit the will where it hurts the most is if and I, I from what I've heard from KFC Barstool, shout out him by the way. Yeah, he that broke was the news. awesome, and he was great on yep, Evan today. Yep,
1: he was. Um.
2: Um just the a plethora of met fans and like well known names in the industry sure now outside of like beat writers everyone kind of has the same take i can't do this yeah, no, i just I, can't do this it's like a, it's like uh a, it's like an abusive relationship that you no, choose to stay in no that's how i always in. compared it
1: it's it's literally like they make me think there's hope that they're changing that they're getting better and things are going on and then it, i end up just getting a uh, black eye again it's just it, it, it's, it's,
2: it's 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 not it, worth my time we're
1: we're nicole brown and they're oj <laughs> It's. uh, Cut my fucking head off already.
2: (laughs) It's legitimately not worth my time. And what makes me the most angry is because, and I said it on on my Twitter today, is. As someone who, like I have no social life during the winter. I work close to no eighty hours. life. Close to eighty hours a week. That's just shut up. <laughs> it's close to eighty hours a week. I work my ass off to make all this fucking money, and all I want to do is just go to a yeah, ballpark on a Saturday exactly. afternoon on a nice on a nice June afternoon at one o'clock. Be proud of your team and watch the Mets. I had the best stadium in New York, by the way, and literally just sit there and enjoy the fucking hey, game. You know,
3: the stadium's nice, but how much winning is done there?
2: Oh, shut <laughs> up! That doesn't. No. No, uh, I understand, and you
3: are right, but that's the
2: one thing I will always say. The Mets have it ten times better Yeah, that's stadium. fine.
3: That's fine. Listen, listen. I told you the other day when we were in the group <laughs> chat, you know, I know exactly your pain no, from you 2013 to 2018. I, 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 I actually I really your like karma, You got your karma
1: losing J- James Paxton for the first four that months season. of the season. All right,
3: lose James Paxton, game Garrett Cole. I'll take it. We'll uh, say, We'll see.
1: We'll see. Again, we'll see. Spoken And, like a and uh, yesterday was a terrible day beyond the Wilpon stuff. To then see the guy that I had my eyes on, Mookie Betts, get traded to the Dodgers. The Dodgers of all good. things. Fuck yeah, but you. good. You know what sucks for you though? If you look at history, every time the Red Sox done one of these fire sales, they suck for a year. Then they win the World well, Series. Well, like,
0: uh, so,
2: so whatever. As, no, long as long as the
1: Yankees do their job and win the World Series this year, and, 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 they won't. And here's the Shut thing, up. Because they won't. Because we, we all. No, got... they will. You know, what? actually, I'm going to pick the Yankees because every time I do, they don't win. Yeah, well, fuck because, you. So <laughs> I'm picking the Yankees. No. So
2: here's the thing: because every single time. Ownership changes from a, a snake bitten franchise usually good shit happens. Eighty six years, Red Sox don't go to, don't win a World Series. New ownership, they win one. Cubs, Cubs win a World Series. New ownership, and then even the Dodgers, they haven't won a World Series, but, but they, they've competed. They've been the World perennial Series perennial three contenders. fucking years in a row, man. That
1: Dodgers like, team is going to be disgusting. So, offensively, they, they, were, they were
2: already great,
1: dude. to, like, put to be that Mookie good and Bellinger together, it's going to be the best defensive outfield in baseball. Dude, to be that good to say, yeah, Jock Peterson, you're okay. And Jack Peterson's a good player. I'm just, I'm just saying, saying, like, he's, he's, like a, he's a, he's a, he's basically, he's Mike, I would call him Michael Conforto light. I'm saying, like, if you
2: put Jack Peterson on say, like, the Athletics, right yeah, now, he's a, he's, he's a very good player. He's probably their
1: best player. That's what
2: I'm saying. But like, it's, it's, it's astronomical to me. I don't really want to talk about it anymore. Yeah, I can't it, do it, it anymore. It physically makes me sick. All right, let's talk about fun stuff. I am actually excited. All right, let's talk
1: about fun stuff then. I like um, fun stuff. Okay, I got two things in the world of musicals. Okay. Musicals. I like Josh, musicals. maybe be like this. Okay. Um, what's the number one musical on Broadway over the last like three years? Hamilton. Hamilton. They're making a movie of Hamilton, but it's not going to be a movie. It, they're taking the original... Ca- I actually kind of respect this. I still will never watch it. Um... I, um, they're taking the original cast, the original set, and they're going to just record it, film cameras and everything, to play. They're not going to make I a would, film version of it. It's going to be just the fil- It's going to be the play in the movie theaters. I, I would love that because I really wanted because I really wanted to see that really bad because
2: I watched one of the guys do like he was he played Alexander Hamilton and he did like his Alexander Hamilton rap. Sure,
1: and it was really fucking no, good. No, I'm man. sure it's it's well done. Everyone I know that's seen it from people I know personally to customers and everything they rave about it. I I don't like musicals. I've never seen a musical I liked ever. And like on okay. Broadway, I'll say I'm Broadway because I like Tommy. I kind of like uh, I like I like Little Shop of Horrors. Little Shop of Horrors, but I, nice. I don't like. I, I can't think outside of that. Like a musical, like, South Park, bigger, longer, and uncut. That's the only other musical I actually watched. But beyond that, I I don't like them. I don't like the. I, I love American History. I've seen clips of it. I hate the idea of rapping with America. I I it just it, it unnerves my core. I, I just
2: think it's such an interesting take on it. And Ralph that's fell why... asleep
1: during Hamilton. He went to you, see. It. Of course he paid, did. Paid like five hundred dollars you... for tickets and he hated it. Of
2: course he did, yeah, because you're both fucking hipsters. You don't like you don't like stuff not, that's fun.
1: If you don't like, it, it, well, especially if you love American history, like Ralph and I do, it really, it legitimately does bother me. It, 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 I can't ever explain it. It does bother. I wouldn't like it if it was like rock music either. To be fair, it's fine. I'm just saying, because I,
2: I I went to college. My original thing, I went to college to be. I have a history degree. Believe me, I know. Yeah, Hamlet I just, Two.
1: What Hamlet Two? It, it's kind of a musical. Hamlet two it's not is a musical great. until they like you've been <laughs> raped in the face. Rock me, rock me, Dude, rock me. I made the landlord watch that movie one day and, like, she was laughing and she goes, that's the weirdest fucking Dude, movie. I, I don't know, know why. When, he, when he's, like, that, he's in that, like, dress and he jumps and in his dick and balls. Yeah. She went,
3: hello Dude, Steve Coogan is so fucking Dude, funny. It's successful. amazing that he really... Isn't in dude, stuff why, He was just on an episode Of Curb I was watching t- uh, <laughs> dude, Last night Wait
2: like Why was he dressed up As Kevin Bacon In Footloose With long hair Is Jesus dude, That movie is like, fucking so- ridiculous uh, to,
1: He's got a uh, uh, A surfer's bod <laughs> <laughs> Dude just the beginning part I feel like I've been raped
0: in, In the, the face.
1: face. <laughs> like, the whole movie is so absurd. Um, so, they're doing that Hamilton thing. And I actually, like, again, I really respect that they're doing that route rather than making, like, a, a, a big production film out of it. So, here's the other one. Okay. They're making a musical of, um, of or making a, a musical film of a mu- a Broadway play that is an adaptation of a film. <laughs>
2: You're confusing the shit out of me. Okay, so
1: there's a play on Broadway that's an adaptation... Or a musical on Broadway that's an adaptation of a film that's not a musical. What's the movie? I'm going to explain that in a second. Okay. So now they're making a musical version Mm -hmm. of this Broadway play that is a musical adaptation of a film, Uh and that is Mean Girls. It's musical Uh inception, dude. They're making a musical (laughs) out of Mean Girls... And I'm like, wait wait, wait, wait a second. I don't even like Mean Girls that much. Okay, dude. I love Mean Girls. Mean oh. Girls is fucking great, great fucking movie. It's one of the best teen high school films of all time. Yeah, Top I, five.
2: I watched it in my fucking mid twenties, and I was like, what?
1: I know. It, you you missed it. You just I missed, did. you missed That's the boat fine. on it. It's a great fucking movie. Do you like Mean Girls, Josh?
3: Apprehensively, yes.
1: What, just because of your wife? No. No, I I know why. Why apprehensively?
3: What? It's it, October 3rd. It's October 3rd. Oh, well,
1: okay. Remove, How do you forget uh, that? I forgot about that. You? Wait, wait. Remove October 3rd from it. Do you like the movie? I love it. Yeah, exactly. I love it. <laughs> 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 it. None for Gretchen Wieners. <laughs> Bye. Yeah. It's a it's a funny fucking movie. It's like, it's so quotable. I did ruin it for you with October 3rd. One of the great trolls of all time, yeah. by the way. Yeah, yeah it's
3: great. Uh, I had to turn my fucking cellular off. <laughs> I had to fucking mute you guys on Twitter. Dude, I think that was the day- I had a day. block of all people. Yeah.
0: <laughs> that was
3: the day we went to get fitted for um Ralph's suits too and I think I drove by you
1: with it on my phone (laughs) yeah (laughs) I I did it to you with my dick once you were driving by and I showed you a picture of my dick it wasn't even no no it was it was your asshole oh my asshole sorry (laughs) excuse me i both on my phone it's like the
2: fucking sarlacc pit Um,
1: yeah I think that whole idea is weird that they're adapting an adaptation (laughs) <laughs> I, I'm like, Tina Fey. smart business-wise. She ain't no dummy, that's for no. sure. Because that'll probably make a fuck ton of money. Oh, absolutely. It'll actually introduce it to a whole new generation of kids, honestly. Because that came out when we were like juniors in high school around yep. there. And it was huge. Yeah,
3: when when Lindsay Lohan was still a dime.
1: She was a smoke show in that. And you also, um the, the one that uh, her dad invented, Toaster Strudel, she was really hot. The one mean girl. Uh, the other one w- was, like, the, d- the dumb one. She wasn't that hot. And That's Amanda Seyfried. I don't think she's, she's that hot. hot. She, she, she. I is, know who you're
3: talking about. It's Gretchen Wieners. She is
1: Gretchen Wieners gorgeous. is fucking... It, I, I, she was in also Not Another Teen Movie. And Lost in Space. And Lost in... Okay, okay. <laughs> <laughs> but in, in, my, in Not Another Teen Movie, I'll always remember her because there was a kid that was in love with her and he wanted to give her a love letter, like the whole movie, and he finally does at the end and she, like, rips it and was like, do you just think I'm going to have sex with who-? every guy that gives me a, a love letter? I just give them hand jobs. He's like, oh, he's like, yeah, hand Ama- job. Wait, Amanda
2: Sifry is that? The, is that the dude from? Uh, She's out of my league, dude. Go shit in your hand. No,
1: that's she was. Uh, that's um Kristen Ritter. Kristen that's Ritter. Kristen that's Kristen Ritter. Race, yeah. But also Lizzie Kaplan was in Mean Girls. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love I like her. And she doesn't look anything in Mean Girls like she does like in uh, the most recent Castle Rock and in uh, she was in the original Cloverfield as yep. well. She's been in a ton of stuff. Um, but I probably won't see the Mean Girls musical. I love the movie. I watch a movie at least once a year. If I catch it on, I leave it on. Yeah. Generally, we haven't done. October third. You since then, so you're, you're getting no, off I a know. little, I Scott Free. There's, I mean, we got a few months coming, so it might right. happen again. Uh, you just have to turn off your notifications preemptively on those days. Just yeah. uh, shut
2: everything off like I did. <laughs> so
1: uh, we have another trailer that came out this week, and I, I don't know how I feel about this one because it's a sequel to one of what I would consider one of the greatest comedies of all time, and okay. maybe one of the greatest films of all time. It's the, um, the Jesus rolls, the sequel to The Big Lebowski. Okay, okay. Written and directed by John Turturro, playing his role. Um, it's like the trailer came out last week, and it comes out in like two weeks, Mm -hmm. which tells uh, me it's not good.
2: Is uh, what's his? uh, I don't think
3: we needed this.
2: No, is what's his name? Um, John Goodman. No, it's it's just it's just about Jesus. All right, so think about this. How do
3: you how do you take how do you make an entire movie out of this? Nobody fucks with the Jesus. I mean, uh, how could, do you make an entire movie wait, out of that? This is how.
1: This is how. If you have the Coen Brothers involved, they're not involved. Yeah, not it's all. not a Coen Brothers movie. I will absolutely stream it at some point just to see because he was great in the fucking movie, and yeah, I love John Turturro. John Turturro is one of the most underrated actors out there, and has been for a long, long time. Mm-hmm. The tr- series that he did two years ago that was supposed to be Gandolfini's role, uh, the Night of, was fucking unbelievable. Uh, what was it? I mean, like in that
2: universe, like to me, like you, you can't make. A movie like in that universe without the dude making an appearance, without Walter making an appearance. Donnie, Donnie,
1: right. Donnie, you're out of Like, I need a Donnie, you're out of your element. There's
3: callbacks, even if they get like Sam Elliott in it. Yeah, yeah, there's a
1: ton. But I don't know, like, I. I the fact that the trailer came out last week and it comes out on February 28th I believe it tells me it's not good which kind of sucks like yeah. I would have loved it if I hear it's great I'll be fucking thrilled cuz it'd be cool to just be back in that world again
0: Yeah
1: and who knows maybe there is one of those things I mean I'd respect the fact that Totoro wrote and directed it cuz obviously he cares about the character mm-hmm. gives me a little optimism but excitement for it no no. No. I, did see I didn't even hear about it like right now. I love The Big Lebowski. Oh, it's yeah, one, like, of I don't Lebowski. Want anything one of the
2: greatest comedies it, you know? of all time. You know, the, the, like, I started drinking White Russians for a week after that, yeah. and I haven't done it yeah, since.
3: Yeah, I, I love White Russians because of that movie. Yeah. You know, there's so many great things, like, you know, the quotable they're films. films. Gonna, they're gonna kill that poor woman. <laughs> yeah, that, I just love the whole part, of, you know, that rug really tied the
2: room together. Like, something silly <laughs> It's just like so that. many little subtle, subtle things. Or just even something where it's like, where's the money, Lebowski? He pulls his head out, and he's like, I don't know, put me back down, I gotta look again. He puts his head back in the toilet. Sorry. It was <laughs> but There's
3: so many quotable things in that movie. No, it, I don't it, drive a car. I don't cook. And I sure as shit. Don't, don't fucking roll! roll on show the whole, now I'm so whole Now we're going to watch that tonight. When he, puts, um,
2: when he pulls the gun. <laughs> market Zero! <laughs> <laughs> Well, oh, no, dude, I love when he goes, he goes, OVER THE LINE! <laughs> Sm- Smokey, Smokey, this isn't Nom, there are rules.
3: <laughs> That's also got one of my, one of my favorite TV edits. Uh, oh, when God, When they go yeah, to the yeah. guy's house, See what happens, Larry? See what happens when you fuck a stranger in the ass? But a TV edit. the TV edit is, You see what happens, Larry. See what happens when you find a stranger in the Alps. <laughs> <laughs> there's other other edits out there too.
1: Yeah. Um, like, you f-
3: find a stranger in the Alps. <laughs> yeah.
1: um, so there, was, there was another trailer that dropped today that actually did intrigue me. I won't say I'm excited for, it, but it's a Chris Rock Saw movie that he's making, and it's not called Saw. I thought it
3: looked cool. It
1: looks like Seven. Yeah. It looks like it's not like the original ones where it's like just these traps and it's just the people in there. It's about the investigation, and it's Chris Rock. He wrote and uh, wrote and produced it. And Samuel Jackson's in it, and he has the line in it, I'm not playing games, motherfucker! Like, (laughs) it's like, you want to play a game? I'm like, this actually looks like it could be kind of cool, because they made so many sequels to it, and bad sequels, that it's hard to forget. It's easy to forget how good the first Saw was when it came out. And the second one was pretty good, too. And I'd even say the third was passable. And after that, it just got goofy. How many
3: are there? There's like eight, right? I think
1: there's... there's, Uh, See, Saw is... Saw was another franchise I just missed the boat on. The first one stim- was awesome. Mm-hmm. When the first one came out, that was a game changer. That kind of kicked off a whole genre of horror that got to the mainstream. Yeah. And it, it had a huge twist, and no one saw coming. coming. Um, it was brutal. It, it was a lot of fun. Then the second one was really good, too. The second one has one of the few scenes I've ever seen in a movie that actually skeeved me out. When they throw the heroin addict girl into a pit of syringes. Yeah. That actually bugged me the fuck out. Because yeah, you yeah. see him sticking out of her arms and shit. That's up, but those movies, the first I'll say the first two were good. The third one was passable, and then they get really goofy after that. And then yeah, they made there was Jigsaw was just one of them.
2: Yeah, no, I I laughed at it when they had Shaq and Doctor Phil and scary movies. Yeah, like that it was but scary like, movie four. That like, was funny, but like, never seeing it, I I knew I already knew like what Saw was. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, I mean, even not seeing, it, I knew when
1: it came out, dude. That was the shit. It was this indie horror film, low budget. James Wan directed it before he did any of the Fast and Furious right. or Conjuring movies. Um, it was a, mm. a game changer. So I'm actually intrigued that they're like, maybe we need to get away from just the straight torture porn films. And actually it looks like seven. Well, that was like hostile Hostel Well, hostile was, was inspired by yeah, saw well, and yeah. Hostel was a weird one when it came Hostel out because hostile when they I hated the first hostile when it first came out, they marketed it as like this big saw type movie like it's all torture porn and the first hour of the movie is like fucking Euro trip and then it gets into the weird realm. <laughs> Hostel 2 was really good. Hostel 2 was basically all the back end of Hostel that was good. And I, then they made another Hostel and it was terrible. But that was a franchise that like kind of showed that Eli Roth has a great idea for graphic violence but he's not a good storyteller yep. although I do love the Green Inferno Green Inferno's absurd I'm, I'm
2: good on it uh, so but for so, now sp- speaking of uh, speaking of movie trailers Josh what do you think of the new Fast and Furious well movie?
3: I am fucking ready for this movie <laughs> let me tell you something <laughs> I want to right, so John Cena has this permanent fucking puss on his face for no reason right he's just it's called <laughs> it's called steroid cro face <laughs> <laughs> you know but like okay so there's always something ridiculous like what is the most insane way that we can launch a car over something. Yeah, facts. and the the. <laughs> the, the Vin I finally Diesel, saw the full trailer. Vin yesterday. Diesel driving the car towards the edge of a cliff, and he sees a rope bridge coming up, and he turns to the right a little bit and lets the hits the rope bridge in such a way that the stake from the bridge wraps around the tire, and he goes off of this fucking cliff. And the rope bridge tightens up as the car hits the bottom and swings the car across. Wouldn't break the axle to, to the other fucking side of the thing, which obviously I don't show you that because that's going to be the big part of the movie. I'm assuming just like in uh, just like in Seven when he jumps his car off of a car park
1: uh-huh. to carry
3: a bag of grenades. Onto a the the uh, the protagonists or the antagonists helicopter. Can they just do
1: an MCU crossover already? At this <laughs> Yo, rate, the I, trailer
3: tells me everything I need looks to know. Ridiculous!
1: Because <laughs> that's why I
3: love but, these movies, <laughs> I gave, dude. I away, appreciate they it. They
1: gave away so much in this they, trailer, they did, they, which they tells me that it's not. It's probably going to be the worst reviewed one. Mm-hmm.
3: I, well, I, this is going to be the first one that doesn't have the rock in it since five, which was one of the worst reviewed ones. But, it's actually the first one was reviewed well. The second one was reviewed poorly. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Tokyo Drift know. was reviewed the worst, and then 5 was reviewed actually worse than 2, or 4. So Tokyo Drift and it was called Fast 4, right? No, it was no, called Fate Fast... The, so the first fast was and the Furious. First the first was the Fast and the Furious, two Fast Two Furious, Fast and yeah. Furious, Tokyo Drift, and then Fast and Furious. Fast and
2: Furious, and, which and I then, when they And did then that. the fifth yeah. one is the Fate of the Furious or Fast 5?
3: Fast 5. And then Fate of Furious. No, Fast 5, Furious 6, Fast and Furious 7, Fate of the Furious,
2: Furious 6, and
3: now F9. <laughs> and the
1: next one after this is gonna be the last one. Then yeah. They're gonna get the all female one. They're making the all female one, Yeah. which will be great because Michelle will- Michelle Rodriguez has done so much great outside of this ser- this series. Okay.
2: Listen, and I, I don't blame her for sticking around. It's a, no, cash, it's a cow, cash cow, man. cow dude. man. I don't I don't blame any single Honestly, one of those actors.
1: F- I
3: uh, five, six, and seven were great, but they were great by the grace of Dwayne Johnson.
1: Yeah, facts. Yeah, See? I mean, I get that with like, this like looks like a I'm, superhero yeah. movie. Like, I'm, like was, I'm compelled to watch Hobbs okay. and Shaw.
3: It was okay. It was okay. which is just kind of weird because there's a lot going on. Charlize Theron's uh, character doesn't make any sense. Charlize Theron's in one of these. She's she, a, she's in it now. Too. Yeah, she's in, she's a part of the franchise. I now. haven't seen
2: anything after Fast and Furious, so eight's not
3: bad, right? Actually,
2: no. What's what's the one where the, it's the world's longest runway?
3: Six. God damn it. I've seen that one too. That one yeah. sucks. Really 45 I like I seven. 45 minutes on a plane taking off. The best part of Seven is so... Uh, it was a
1: seven minute trailer and it was half <laughs> the movie. The best part of Seven
3: uh, that like I just I love because it's so fucking stupid. So the, so you got The Rock and him and Jason Inter Statham... Are, any of the movies. The, yeah, facts. You got The Rock and him and Jason Statham were growing at it before they're buddies. They'll become buddies later. Uh, and they, you know, the Rock throws Jason Statham out a window, and he somehow survives. But he breaks the fucking the, superhero he, he, movie. He breaks the Rock's arm in the process. Okay. And then Vin Diesel and his crew go up against Jason Statham. And then at the end of the movie, the Rock gets reinvolved, and he's got his arm wrapped up in this giant cast. And he's sitting there in a hospital bed with his daughter. He gets a call from Dom. Oh, you know, this is going on. We need you. He turns and looks at his daughter. And goes. Daddy's got to go to work and he flexes oh, out I, of the cash. I, I remember that now. <laughs> he fucking flexes dude and the cash just explodes. That's 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 the, I that, I that's like the that. most that's I the most like realistic
2: that.
1: thing about that movie. <laughs> How long until they're in space? Listen,
3: it it took... If they don't get there in this one, it'll definitely happen by 10. They already a
1: rocket on a fucking car in this one. It took Jason Voorhees (laughs) 10 movies to get to space. It's gonna
2: happen eventually. It it took took Leprechaun 5 to get into space. It's so crazy to me how, like, if you watch the first Fast and Furious movie, it is a legitimately very, very, very good movie. Yeah. And then just where they take it, because, like... I watched from the beginning. So, like, to see where Dom Toretto's at, where he's just, like, some fucking runner, and he, like, he he, he, he street <laughs> races, the only time I ever got giddy watching a Fast and Furious movie was actually at the end of Tokyo Drift, when he makes the cameo at the end, with yeah. the Drift King. That part was fucking great. And then, like, the 45-minute plane taking off, that part sucked. Um, I do really want to watch Hobbs and Shaw, because I do like Jason Statham enough. it's good. It's, it's,
3: and also it's very different. I mean, yeah. like, there's a lot of, like, you know, there's the fast cars yeah, sure. and all that, but it's very different. Uh it it's a buddy cop movie Okay, okay. I'll watch that one. Well, okay. I don't even like Statham, but I'll watch that one.
2: Well, I mean, uh, because I've been watching, like, the Expendables and then the Rambo movie. I'm just kind of into, like, dumb shit. The first two
1: Expendables are so good. Yeah. They're They're fucking stupid, too, man. Well,
2: yeah, they have to be. It's basically just 80s action on steroids. The the fucking. More steroids. The the Chuck Norris cameo in the second one where he
1: makes the Chuck Norris joke. Shut up. Where Arnold's shooting the gun out of the golf cart. (laughs) It's stupid. (laughs) It's so funny. Um, Really quick um, the Oscars are this weekend. Yes. Um, so what I want to do is we'll go through the main awards: the mm-hmm. director, the best picture. Um, I want to hear who you th- would pick yourself okay. and who okay. you think will actually win. Okay. 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 So we'll start out with best director. Best director is uh, the nominees are Quentin Tarantino for Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, mm-hmm. Todd Phillips for Joker, mm-hmm. Bong Joon-ho for, Ho for Parasite, mm-hmm. Martin Scorsese for The Irishman, and Sam Mendes for 1917. Uh, Josh, who who would be your pick? Quentin Tarantino you know. who would be your pick Sam Mendes uh, my pick would personally be uh, Bong joon hoy for Parasite who do you think is going to win Bong joon hoy Bong joon hoy Sam Mendes is going to win for 1917 I believe personally Um, Best Supporting Actress, obviously you guys didn't see all these. I have seen all of the – yeah, I've seen all of these. So nominees for Best Supporting Actress are Kathy Bates for Richard Jewell, Margot Robbie for Bombshell, Scarlett Johansson for Jojo Rabbit, Florence Pugh for Little Women, and Laura Dern for Marriage Story. Taylor, who do you want to win?
2: I want Laura Dern to win, and I think she will win.
1: Okay, Josh? Laura Dern. And you both same thing. Um, yeah, I think Laura Dern will win. I, I think I think ScarJo has legit because she was amazing. In JoJo I was going to say I think Laura Dern will win. Um, I want to root for Florence Pugh just because I love Midsummer so much. Yeah, right. Even though I didn't, I didn't think Little Women was good, and I didn't think she was particularly great in it either. Um, but I do think Laura Dern will win and probably should win. She looks great. Scarlett Johansson and JoJo Rabbit was fucking great. Dude, she was awesome. She was in fucking that. great. Yeah. Have um, you seen Jojo Rabbit yet? No, but I have
3: to because I really like him. Dude, He's it's amazing great. in it.
1: it. The whole movie's Dude, amazing. It's so good. Um, best actress. Uh, Charlize Theron for Bombshell. Renee Zell Wedger for Judy. Cynthia uh, Erivo for Harriet. Scarlett Johansson for Marriage Story. And uh, Cersei Ronan for Little Women.
3: Uh, Josh. Um, I think that I would like Scarlett Johansson to win. Who do you think going to win? Um... Nice.
2: Real
1: nice. Yeah, Dead Air is always good. <laughs>
3: the space heaters in the I backup. don't know. I didn't see the other movies, so I... Okay. I... Uh,
2: so, again, I'm with him. I think ScarJo in Marriage Story was phenomenal. Yes. But Renee zell is going to win for Jimmy. Yeah,
1: it's not... It, it, I don't even think this it's, one it's, is it's, remotely it's, close. It's, this is probably the second most obvious one of the night. It's,
2: it's, it's the same thing with fucking Rami as Freddy. Yeah, like, like she one of these ones it.
1: where she nailed it. Um, yeah. As far as the, the movies I've seen who should win... Um, as good as uh, Judy wasn't a good movie it was a fine no, movie it was better than no, Bombshell I
2: was gonna say my heart tells me cause I have I have an affinity for anything Charlize Theron does yeah. and I absolutely love her as an actress
1: she um, was she was Megan Kelly it was fucking creepy she's great also she, cause I
2: love her in that uh, what's that fucking uh, the one with Seth Brogan the recent one that she was oh, in oh Longshot was she's great Longshot amazing. was great yeah.
1: um, but she was amaz- she was as good as Megan Kelly as Renee Zellweger was as Judy Garland like she it was creepy how much she looked and sounded like her um, but yeah I'm gonna say that um, Renee Angel Wedger wins, uh, best supporting actor, Anthony Hopkins for the Two Popes, Brad Pitt for Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, Joe Pesci for The Irishman, Al Pacino for The Irishman, Tom Hanks for A Beautiful Day in the Neighborhood. Taylor, uh,
2: I think uh, who I want to win is it... Brad Pitt. Brad Pitt.
1: Okay, Brad Pitt. Brad Pitt. I think it's both Brad Pitt. Brad Pitt. I would be happy if Joe Pesci won because I wouldn't do, hate do, it. Do you know what? His, do you ever see his acceptance speech when he won for The Godfather? He or Godfather, Goodfellas. He goes up there, Goodfellas. I'm mixing up my mob movies and uh, Yeah, Goodfellas. He goes up there and he goes, "Thank you all very much," and he walks away. (laughs) Yes, but Brad Pitt should win and he will win. I think that's like the third most obvious of the night. Um, Best actor. This is the easiest one. Um, This isn't even. This would be a shocking upset to the levels of Marisa Tomei winning for my cousin Vinny. Jonathan Price for the two popes, Adam Driver for Marriage Story, Antonio Banderas Pain and Glory, Joaquin Phoenix Joker, Leonardo DiCaprio Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. We're all agreement. Will be Joaquin. Should be Joaquin. Yeah. Uh,
2: I me personally, I think it should be Adam Driver, but it's going to be Joaquin.
1: It should. I loved Adam Driver in it. Joaquin was a tour de force. It was completely different kind of performance. No, I'm saying I I
2: would. I want like who I want to win. I I get that. I want Adam Driver to win. Um,
1: But I uh, let me let me just quick play devil's advocate here. Sure, Adam Driver is like in his fourth year in movies. Joaquin Phoenix should have won at least like three Oscars. but this no, is like a Leonardo DiCaprio no. kind of thing at this point.
2: I understand. I'm just saying because at, even though if you take away the time out of it, I think they both had phenomenal performances. Obviously, Joaquin was ten times better. I just like that Adam Driver from where he's gone to where he is now and how quickly he's matured and become sure. that good. I think the fact that he's even considered to me like if like if I'm Adam Driver, I'm honored to be even in that like he in, might, in he that, would that conversation. He'd probably
1: win any other year. That's
2: what I'm saying. Like I'm I'm proud to be in that conversation. Yeah, for sure. Least, I mean. Right? No. Dude,
1: you're in a category not with ma- fucking Leo... Um, I, I, Jonathan Price is a good actor. I'm not putting him in the same um, breath as these I, I people. Mean, I
2: mean, I mean, if you're in the same category as Leo, Anthony Hopkins, and well, no,
1: that's best supporting. He's oh, in the sorry. same category as uh, Jonathan Price for the two popes, right. but he's oh, in there with Antonio Banderas and Leonardo DiCaprio and Joaquin Phoenix. Yeah, that's pre- that's pretty Joaquin legit. Joaquin is at that point now with me with Leo, where he finally needs to win one. It's been, I mean, he could have won for Gladiator, he could have won for The Master, he could have won for Walk the Line. Wait, he, won... he didn't win for Gladiator. No, he's See, never he won fe- an Oscar. He was phenomenal. He's, he's never won an Oscar. Holy shit! So that's why I'm like, he needs to win it. Like, that's why I was rooting for Leo every fucking year. Every year. Le- Revenant isn't even his best performance but he needed to get one. Just like Scorsese when he won well, for The Departed he should have won three Oscars before well, The Departed. Yeah, that,
2: that was my whole thing. I mean, no one was beating McConaughey but he was so good in Wolf of yeah, Wall Street. Exactly. Just, yeah, exactly. You know, what are you
1: going to do? Okay, now best picture. This is going to be the most interesting one. Best picture. Uh, the nominees are 1917, 4V, Ferrari, Joker, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, Parasite, Irishman, Little Women, Jojo Rabbit, Marriage Story, Josh. Should,
3: will. Uh, well, I thought it was want, because should is kind of a weird... No, no, well, it's like who,
1: who do you want okay, to win Okay, so want, want and who
3: will win? Want and uh, will. Want is uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Okay. Will? Mm. I feel like this one's kind of up in the air. It's th- very much I, up, it's in the up in the up air. In the air. I I it's think, up in the, well, air, between, up in the air between three movies specifically. I think Parasite will. Okay.
2: Who I want to win, but definitely won't win, is Ford versus Ferrari. Sure. They're definitely not going to win. No,
1: they don't have a shot.
2: Um who I think is absolutely... Who, like, who should win, in my opinion, even though I saw Parasite, 1917.
1: I th- okay. <clears throat> um, The Dark Horse here, and the one that I actually think is going to win is Once Upon a Time
3: in Hollywood. I think I it's going to win. I, th-
2: I think... No, I, that's, that's a it's fair... It's Hollywood jerking itself off. You know,
3: dude, I... And I watched it again recently, too. and uh, I think it's my favorite Tarantino movie. It's top three for me. I it's, really do. I, I, ha-
2: I, I have to watch. I haven't seen it you know, since I saw it initially. It's
3: between this... And and Pulp Fiction. It, it's my top three is this Pulp Fiction and Inglorious Bastards. Inglorious Bastards is great. um Inglorious Bastards it's definitely three. Based on my two viewings of Once Upon a Time right now, I think Once Upon a Time is one. Yeah.
1: I it I, I loved it the first time I saw it and I was like this might be top three and then I watch it again, and I'm like, this is definitely the only two that are above it are Reservoir Dogs and Pulp Fiction. That's, and that could change over time. Well
2: yeah, yeah see for me I'm Reservoir Dogs, Inglorious Bastards. And uh, Reservoir Dogs is at four for
3: me. I just I love Inglorious Bastards so I love Inglourious much. Like, it's, it's a very see, very the first
2: time I saw Inglorious Bastards in the theater. I fucking despised it because mm-hmm. I didn't know it was all, I was like it was like a Bob thing. I was like this is a different language, and I'm like this yeah. fucking sucks. But then it took me years to really appreciate it, and I really yeah. know how a fantastic movie it is. Not to mention uh, what's uh, who, who plays the bear Jew in that? What's his name?
1: Eli Roth. Yeah. Eli Roth. Yeah, mm-hmm. he's
2: fucking phenomenal. He's in great. That. You know I mean, what I mean? The
1: opening scene of Inglorious Bastards might be my favorite Tarantino scene ever. Yeah. It's it, so it might much be my anxiety, favorite. dude. Um, I mean, for me, it's always it's pulp, it's Reservoir Dogs, then it's Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, and four is probably Jackie Brown for me. Yeah. Then Jackie, it's, Jackie Brown, Kill Bill, I count as one, and then Inglorious Bastards, and then everything Hateful after that. Hateful Eight's at the bottom. Yeah, uh, Hateful Eight bottom. is a hundred times better than Death Proof. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, and I, I, and then right above that, I like Django, but and Django just falls off the. I like Django like a lot. Yeah. I like
3: like the, the first half of Django. Once Leo
1: and Christoph Waltz die, it turns into a very average movie. Yeah. He goes from being a bounty hunter to a fucking expert assassin marksman yeah. and he's dodging bullets like he's Neo mm-hmm. and it's Rick Ross playing. It gets so goofy once those guys die and Jamie Foxx didn't have near the star power they did. Dude, yeah. that, that that opening scene where they're walking in chains and all you hear is hundred black coffins by Rick Ross you know, is fucking fire. The,
2: the,
3: one of the things he does better than anybody else is injecting you know, little bits of comedy into oh, like, it's, these oh, great serious comedy movies.
1: And, he was terrible in Django when he put himself in the movie. Oh yeah. Yeah. That, that Australian but, uh, accent. Like
3: In Inglorious Bastards the part of the end when they're doing the Italian thing. (laughs) He goes, well, I guess I'll go because I speak the third most Italian He goes to him, "Uh oh, uh, how are you doing? Buongiorno (laughs) Buongiorno No, I just
2: love when he goes in uh, This guy over here, he speaks third best Italian I don't speak Italian, sir Like I said, third best (laughs) (laughs) Um, That, but like, so my favorite scene in *Inglorious Bastards Is when they're playing the card game And then when Michael Fassbender does the three But he Mm -hmm. didn't do the German three And then next thing you know, then Stiglitz puts a gun in his dick And it's like, it's so much anxiety throughout that whole fucking thing Playing the card game It's such a fucking beautiful scene
1: it's yeah f- and
2: then the shootout perfect tarantino just everyone bastards, gets fucking like dead. i think
1: his top when you when you talk about reservoir dogs pulp fiction jackie brown um once upon a time in hollywood and glorious bastards kill bill all of them are amazing right, right, yeah. r- reservoir dogs for me you told me yeah. any one of those is your number one i'm not going to argue with you Wait, like well, kill bill to me is unbelievable and probably his most ambitious yeah, to definitely. pull off what he did yeah to make a kung fu hip hop film I love Lucy Liu in that she's shit she's great yeah. has anyone else got something to say it's it's right. but, but to the fucking time I love that shit it's fucking awesome it, it's I mean the crazy it, 88s and, and, and shit and, and, oh, my uh, God. what's his name Michael Madsen in it is great Is bud Michael the whole, Madsen whole movie and, and if you make them one movie it's fucking perfect but, yeah. but the Both thing them. What, two I like with, two
2: more than one but they're one movie what, uh, no they are one movie with Tarantino they always uh, all his big movies basically almost all of them have one particular scene that stands out or have like one iconic scene the big Biggest one I could think of is obviously Michael Madsen fucking cutting the, dude, yeah. the cop's ear off, or like in Django, with, uh, uh when he goes, "I like the way you die, boy." That's the part that to me out it's to Leo me the Leo scene
1: when he when he crushes when he crushes the skull and cuts his hand open for real. That to me is like the scene in Django. That yeah. was yeah, that was yeah. crazy.
2: When he actually cut himself and he kept fucking yeah, going. Yeah, that's what
1: I mean. Like, that whole yeah. scene to me is, like, the best. And um, even when it's just him and Leo, Christoph Waltz and Leo talking is yeah. amazing. But um, I do think that um, that Once Upon a Time in Hollywood will win because it, Hollywood is obsessed with loving themselves. And that movie loved the golden age of Hollywood. I do think there is a real swell building for Parasite. It, it, it's, it's pretty cool to see. Um, I, I would be thrilled. That's who I want to win. I would be thrilled. Honestly, all these movies outside of Little Women, I would be happy if they won because I loved all of them. Um, it's it's sad saying that my least favorite on here was Marriage Story because I love Marriage, Marriage Story because I love 1917. I love Ford v Ferrari, Joker, Once Upon a Time, Parasite, Irishman, and Jojo Rabbit were all fucking phenomenal.
2: Ford versus Ferrari definitely. Might, I've seen that movie. I think five times already. I loved it. it That's was how fucking, much I love that movie. Was fucking great because Christian Bale is so great in that as Ken Miles. Yeah, it, the know? whole
1: movie was great. Everything about it was—it was one of the best edited films of the year. The sound mixing on it was great. Um, but I do think it's be Once upon a time in Hollywood, and I especially think now because this this news broke right before the show came is that Kirk Doug, Kirk Douglas died at 103 years old, and he was one of the people that ushered in the golden age of Hollywood, which is what Once Upon a Time in Hollywood is about—the end of the golden age of Hollywood. Yeah. So I feel like the the voters are a little nostalgic for that. And um, although their votes are probably already tallied at this point, but I would think so. Um, it, you know, C- Kirk Douglas is like one of the last icons of that. He probably is the last. One hundred and three, man. That's I a mean, long time for anyone to make it to one hundred and three is impressive. But for someone from Hollywood where they're fucking partying their asses off, mm-hmm. they trotted that old fuck out on a wheelchair at the Oscars a few years ago with Catherine zeta johns and he <laughs> looked like the crypt keeper. It was horrifying. <laughs> and he like spoke. Was, I was there for the have t- you um,
3: Have you ever seen Twenty Thousand? Leagues Under the Sea? Fuck yeah! Oh, him? No, yeah. I haven't. Oh. You got time for a stretch movie this week? You don't gotta review it, I just want you to watch uh, it. Dude, you love it. <laughs> you got Disney Plus, right?
2: I think this is probably the first weekend where I actually have time, so I'll, I'll make an
3: it, effort. It's on Disney Plus. Is yeah. it? Yeah. Um, that's, that's 20,000 Leagues Under the Sea. Dude, Perfect. he was also, he was also yeah. in fucking Spartacus. Yeah. Oh, that's yeah, a Stanley Kubrick film. I know yeah. you, and you will love this movie so much that yeah. you'll go and read the book.
2: I will 100% read the book. Dude, you'll love
3: 20,000
1: Leagues Under the Sea, but we lost Kirk Douglas. Uh, rest in peace, dead guy. It stinks. Um, rest in peace,
2: dead guy. <laughs> um, okay. A, another movie. And by announcement. the way, to get me to read a book, that's a big, that's a bold claim by Josh. Holy
3: <laughs> shit! Read a book. Oh, um, I gonna- know, I just I know I know you and I know what you like, especially in like movies like that. That's a classic Shirtless movie. guys. Yeah. You know. Yeah. You know that. You know this is a movie. This is a movie from the uh, late fifties, early sixties. Yeah. I love the old. And shit, for man. for the time, yeah. it's. Its effects are incredible. Yeah, it still, it, was, it
2: still holds up to an extent. It's like if you like watch the, yeah. the you, yeah. original
1: Great Poseidon Adventure, it still holds up. Earthquake still holds up. Great like Poseidon, those old is ones. Is that, is that
2: about the shitty boat?
1: Well, yeah. it was a cruise, but it wasn't like just like you're on a rowboat. That's
2: no, I'm saying it's <laughs> but like yeah, it was a rowboat. A well, row well, yeah, yeah, the they, they made that fucking shitty movie? they remake Poseidon. It was the the
1: just called Poseidon. It was horrendous. That's the one I'm talking about. That's the one I know. The Great Poseidon Adventure is awesome. That's a classic. There was a couple movie announcements this week. One of which I'm actually kind of intrigued with they're making a silent hill 3 movie okay with the director of the original silent hill movie which is one of the best video game movies ever it actually it's very it's actually a really really good movie and it, especially it follows well the, the the, the storyline of silent hill like perfectly it brings in the creatures from it i love the first silent hill now this is one that another one that was announced that i'm very intrigued by the movie's called american underdog the kurt warner story i actually okay. just saw this on twitter and like yesterday it's being made by the director that did the movie friday night lights um so I Which is one of
2: the most underrated football agreed. movies. Agreed and oh, Kurt
1: Warner, he's probably the he's definitely the biggest underdog story in the history of the NFL. I would say, without question, when it came to individuals,
2: I just can't think anything at the moment. But yeah, I w- the only I would one say, that
1: recently that I can think of that's an underdog story was Cameron Wake, and he didn't have the success that Kurt Warner did.
2: Yeah, but they, it's the same path you go it's to the same kind of what's well, the mean, CFL? Well, no, he was
1: Arena League. Uh, yeah, he was. Arena he League was bagging groceries when he got an NFL offer. Right, that's but the and thing, then he becomes yeah. this amazing quarterback I mean, who had started out when he got to the NFL. Finally, was great. I just got messaged by uh, Wayne Thomas Joseph. Um,
3: he just messaged
1: me. Uh,
3: <laughs> How did that Facetime go the other night, Josh? You know, every time that I see Wayne in person, I've had enough of him after like twenty minutes. That was a weird Facetime. This is the first time that I've ever not seen a person in person, and I've had enough of them. To like <laughs> it was
1: it was weird, and it got dark. Yeah. But, but really quick, I, going I, I through beer
2: bottles at him on the
1: boat. Going back to Kurt Warner thing, you know, he came to the Rams, lit it up, greatest show on turf. Then went to the Giants and had this lull. You think he's done? Then goes to the Cardinals, and, and he's awesome again. Great. He almost wins the Super Bowl. If not for a pick six to James Harrison, they. Win the Super Bowl. That
2: was that was one of the most fun Super Bowls. I won a lot of money. That Super what was Bowl.
1: funny with that Super Bowl is the first half until the pick six wasn't great, but the second half was, was incredible. Well, incredible.
2: Larry Fitzgerald had a career making play where that, that he catch could have been the run, Super Bowl
1: MVP in a losing effort.
2: And I just feel so. I still feel so bad, but I, I'm actually happy he's coming back. He's coming yeah, back for one I, more season. I'd like to see
1: him get as far up the record boards as he can. And Tom's asking me to go uh, to the movies with him this week. You should go. I'm not going to. Why I'm bu- not? I'm busy. I'm actually, I'm busy. Actually, no, Sunday I'm not busy. The landlord's going to a bridal expo that I got out of. Um, How'd you do that? I said, I'm not going. <laughs> she, was like, she, she was down. like, she was like, do you want to go? I was like, no. Like, you don't want me there. Because after like 20 minutes, I'm going to be a misery. I'm going to be Larry David. You know what the thing is, though? Uh,
3: there's good... Snacks and food there. I-
1: I'd rather <laughs> eat fucking
3: bread. True, because like, you know, no, I'm, I'm just saying, like, like that's you your sticking like point. You sound like Jason open
1: houses, and I love you, man.
3: Well,
2: wait, well, uh, who was the guy that hung out with us where he's like, "Hey, do they have good cold cuts?" Oh my god, contract well, friend.
3: there's Tom a lot of like c- people you may know. Sometimes there's a lot of catering companies at those sort of things. I'm like, sure you know, bad. like they're, they're sampling like their fucking desserts and I just made it clear, like, like foods she's and all that shit. was
1: like, if you come to this, what are you going to be like? I'm like, I think you know. Like, I'm like, I could picture myself just criticizing every. Thing and getting myself in trouble. I'm like, you're better off leaving me at home. Yeah. yeah. So, but I, I could go to the movies with him, but I'm not going to. You, I could see you at that
2: 1000% being Larry David. Yeah. Like, I 1000%. would just be ripping on things and be
1: like, this is stupid. Well, so, What's this? Why so much for flowers? Josh, <laughs> I, I, you take a picture, you got, got an iPhone. Like, Josh, after last week you mentioned it,
2: I'm halfway through season two. The show is amazing, dude.
1: It's, yeah. I'm literally- I,
2: like, I've seen myself. Like, okay, so there was one part in season one where I said, I've done that. I don't know when, but I've done this. When he goes into a. A, uh, a doctor's office and he has an appointment at 11.30 and a woman has a 11.45 but she signs in on the sheet first mm-hmm. and she goes in first and he's like, but I had an earlier appointment. Yeah, but she signed the, yeah, she signed the thing about it. first. You have to. And he freaks out. He goes, what are we in a fucking deli? Yeah. Like, well, I'll just take <laughs> numbers to go see the doctor and it... I, it is so fucking brilliant because like it makes you believe that Larry David has the only person in the world that has sanity and everyone else is out of their fucking Dude, minds. There was an
1: episode I watched last night that it, it was so fucked up and it's so funny, but they're in line at the movies and then some guy walks up and he's limping and he's like, excuse me, can I get one ticket for the movie? He's mm-hmm. like making his hands all fucked up and no one says anything because he's a slow guy. Yeah. So so oh, okay. Later, but then they get in the theater, and they realize the guy's normal. He was just faking it to get oh, in. Oh, my and God. And Larry David's like, I respect that. Yeah. And so then later in the episode, someone's trying to get the office across from his to rent it out. Yeah. And the guy's looking at it, and Larry David's at his desk, and he goes, Hi, how are you? I can't wait to have lunch with you every day. <laughs> Dude, the... He fakes it just Dude. to get out of someone pocket it. <laughs> It's fucked up now. <laughs> Dude, dude, dude. The, the part that
2: grabbed me the most—I think it was the second episode of the entire series—is when he's like, he's talking to Jeff Garwin, and he's like, "Yeah, you know, like my, my parents are Jewish, and my cousin escaped the Holocaust. He was gay," and oh. and, and, and he goes, and and uh, Larry David looks at him, and goes, "Well, talk about ostracized. Yes, talk about husband. Like, a, a gay Jew in Nazi Germany." <laughs> and he goes, "The part that made me laugh." He goes, "Just look at him." What a
1: combo yeah, what a That's com- all he says It's the so, worst stereotype so, What, a, what a, <laughs> a combo His delivery is what makes it funny So uh-huh. many times There's so many little things in there That are just so subtly Ridiculous and funny Like just even the way They shoot certain things There's a scene where Richard Lewis shows up To a restaurant That him Larry and Jeff Garland are at mm-hmm. And they go outside to argue And it's like an open Open setting at this restaurant mm-hmm. The whole restaurant's sitting there Eating While they're fighting outside And you just see Garland Looking out the window And it's just the back of his head Staring <laughs> as they're fighting It's so fucking stupid Stupid but funny. I love this. Um, the other thing that got announced, it's um, going into, they're going to start filming it in I think a month, is the Resident Evil Netflix series. Interesting. Okay. I'm very, very interested in that because um, there's also going to be starting a new Resident Evil movie series, and I think they're both going to tie into each other. Okay. So, what if they did like the origin, like Resident Evil 1 as the show? and then the movie is Resident Evil 2 because one is very small scale that probably s- plays better to a series well, it's just in that laboratory it, no it's in a mansion well, in Resident Evil well, 1 well, yeah it's well. in a mansion so if you do that that plays so well to a series like The Haunting of Hill House where it's all really taking place in just one or two places you could do that in a series over like 7 or 8 episodes which I never watched and, by the way and you, you really should at some point when you're not scared easily when it's like light out until 8pm yeah um, <laughs> June. and then if they do a movie that is connected then you could do it right into Resident Evil 2 or you going to do the first two seasons Resident Evil 1 and 2 and then bring Nemesis into the third one Uh, I'm really excited to see what they can do with the series because the first Resident, the first two Resident Evil movies aren't bad at all. They're actually the first no, one's actually right. decent. They're all right. Um, but they never go into the essence. Like I think you were confusing the first movie with the laboratory because that was in that le- underground lab and then with the
2: dogs and yeah, shit. Correct. yeah, correct.
1: There were some elements that were really cool, and then two was a lot like the second movie because mm-hmm. but then it brought in Nemesis to it, and then it got goofy at the end when Alice suddenly had like actual mutant powers yeah, and shit. Yeah, yeah, That's yeah. when it started to get silly and the CGI started to show up, and the third one it really got all out of control and. And they made a sh- that fucking series. Do you know how much money that that Resident Dude, Evil series made? A lot, like two point one billion dollars. You know m- overseas it's huge. So,
2: so my grandfather, uh, my grandfather Chief, God rest his soul, who I didn't know even liked movies like this, when he passed away, we were cleaning out his house, and he had the box set. Yeah, yeah. He, he loved the Resident Evil movies. I've seen, uh, all, of I, I, I've I've seen I've, all of them. I've seen all of them. I've seen the first two, and I'm, I'm good on it. I remember when that was coming out. Like everyone tried to, obviously, like when the like when the cool thing happens, everyone tries to jump on sure. the hype train. And I remember people were uh, they were making those underworld movies. Yeah, around yeah. the same time. The first one was cool, and then like it, oh, they, was, they made the like same th- seven
1: of those. But,
2: but the one Rise of the Lichens, Rise of the Lichens looked awesome. It was a great trailer. And then when I watched it, it I'm like, "This is fucking trash." The first Underworld it's wasn't just, bad. No, it's it wasn't alright. bad. And then well, it, it's, it, and it's, Kate, it's, Kate Beckinsale, it's, it's the same thing where it's like you, you get caught up, you get caught up in the minutia of yeah, nonsense, yeah, you know. Correct. And it, that's what fucked it up. Yeah, it's like and when someone offered Kate, uh, Kate Beckinsale, Van Helsing is like, "This is a great character. It's going to be a thing." Nope.
1: Yeah, that sucked too. Fire Age. I really hope they they get it like if they do the original Resident Evil in a series it could be fucking phenomenal because there's so many twists and turns to it and the mansion's a perfect setting because you can also limit your budget by doing it on set rather than on location you can do practical I mean look at the Walking Dead's effects on what the zombies look like you can make some cool looking shit mm. you can make some cool looking uh, uh, lickers uh, the zombie dogs all kinds of shit I- I'm really really excited to see what they do with that because and obviously even though I didn't like it what they did with The Witcher they're inspired now and people that like The Witcher games and the books like the show they can actually do this and do honor to it and, but Resident Evil has way more of a crossover appeal beyond I'm sure. fans the of just the games The
2: Witcher has gotten better the more you go into it I'm sure it, it. has it's, it, it gets, sure gets a it lot better
1: um, but I, I'm really excited to see that um, did you Did you guys read any of this Harvey Weinstein stuff that's been going on the I, court case I, I, I'm, so,
2: I, uh, I'm so far removed from it I don't want to even like so like, like, I don't want to like, like outside of where we are right now I don't entertain myself with shit like this honestly
1: you, you should because it's fucking hilarious how he's getting embarrassed in court one of the women that is accusing him was uh, on trial and she first she goes well he smelled like shit (laughs) he had an odor Um, she said that that, uh, (laughs) he he, his dick was bleeding and she what? goes in the bathroom after they had sex and he had uh, needles so he was injecting himself with steroids but she said that he had no testicles that he both had a penis and a vagina simultaneously <laughs> like no, he, I, whatever he was taking are,
2: are, are, are these like victims yeah like, these are victims uh, victi- literal, no, no, yeah. no, I'm saying are these like victim statements
1: they're reading in no, court no like they they're do? testifying against him oh, in court oh, so they're, it's, they're it's an actual testimony and they're saying Ooh. like in court his face is like this like he's hanging his head he's so embarrassed and dejected and he's faking that he's in a walk I was gonna. I saw because Bill Cosby eye. took blind from him, so he's got to fake something else for sympathy. <laughs> and I, I just, I really hope that they nail this son of a bitch because I mean it's it's just like, I'm there, surprised they haven't there, already well I mean he, he just got tried he just got um, uh, issued a warrant in California as well for uh, for rape I believe um, but then the, another thing that came out today is that while he was having sex with one of these actresses he said, this is what you're supposed to do like we all kind of knew about the casting couch forever like it's been a thing it doesn't make it right that I mean you look at that guy he looked like a goblin like the only way he was getting fucked is by saying I'll get you into this movie this this and that but I mean he ruined um, Gloria Trillo from The Sopranos. She was the first woman to act um, on Tony's girlfriend that committed suicide. She yeah. was the first one to testify against him. She ruined his, he ruined her career because she said no to doing this anymore. Mm-hmm. And that's what the, that's what they were saying. Like, you know, he told us, like, your career's going to be done if you don't give in to me, more or less. Yeah.
2: There was, um. I remember I was. Jennifer listen-
1: Lawrence, he was fucking for a while. I
2: remember I was listening to Charlize Theron on Howard, maybe about a year or two yeah. ago. Yeah. Good interview. It was a great interview. And they, obviously, he brings up the Harvey Weinstein stuff. And I, and I guess, like, Harvey approached her to do the same the same fucking thing I'm sure and then there was another one I forget who it was but I think Brad Brad Pitt was dating Jennifer Aniston at the time or dating uh, Someone I can't remember who, and Harvey approached her with the same exact thing. Was like, "Hey, listen, I'll, I'll get you in this movie." I've, it's it like mu- it, dude, it may it, have been Jennifer Aniston it's, because it's young Brad Pitt. Well, like, yeah, I was going to say that's Brad what he was with her
1: because Jennifer Aniston was really just in, on Friends at that point. Yeah, and she, she was had, just the only really big movie she had was her first acting role. Big acting role was she was in the original Leprechaun.
2: And 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 allegedly, I, again, it's not proven or anything like that, but allegedly, I guess Harvey made a pass at Jennifer. I believe that, and Brad found out about it. I and Brad got in Harvey's face at like one of these big galas or something. Yeah. That's, and that to me just, even though like that's young Brad Pitt, and Brad Pitt at the time wasn't seven, he wasn't who he was. You yeah. know what I'm saying?
1: He was Thelma and Louise, and he'd been in a couple things before With that. The, sure. lo, the Lost Boys, yeah. maybe. No, or, uh, he was not in the Lost Boys. His first big no, movie. No, Tom Cruise was, was Lost Tom Cruise. Boys. His first big movie was Thelma and Louise.
2: Right. But what I'm saying is young blonde yeah, kid sure, and then sure. go up to this big time Hollywood executive and that say could fuck, ruin you could fuck ruin you fuck with her again and we and we got problems. That even though this is twenty years ago, that makes Brad Pitt so much fucking cooler. Well Brad
1: Pitt is the still the coolest guy in the room. It's like him and Matthew McConaughey are like the two coolest dudes alive. McConaughey's the coolest dude. still like just, they just they just they reek Confidence and swag and machismo. Did, did
2: you did you ever hear the story about how McConaughey f- came up with "All Right, All
1: Right, All yes, Right"? Yes, yeah, it's, dude, a it's one of the best story. fucking stories. And he's dude. just naturally fucking cool. And
2: th- dude, that was his first scene ever. I never knew that his first scene ever on film was him filming "All Right, All Right, yep. All
1: Right." Yep, that is fucking cool, man. Um, you watching the fights this weekend? Yes, absolutely. John Jones, Dominic Reyes, dude. He-
2: I'm i th- I'm probably gonna. I'm probably gonna be it. And yeah, I'm probably gonna buy it like I did last mm-hmm. time, and I'm I, I have to, I have to see John Jones fight no matter how yeah, much I don't like I the guy miss, I have to watch him I can't him fight. miss John
1: Jones fights because even though his last two weren't particularly spectacular, well,
2: no, but, but didn't he knock out DC his last two? fights No, no,
1: he he last fought um, Tiago Santos, which wasn't a great fight when Tiantos blew out both his knees, and it was the decision really could have gone either way. Is that the bald guy? Well, you're thinking Anthony Smith. That was his That's fight the before one. that. That yeah. was a, a decent fight, not great. Um, before that, it was Gustafson, which he mauled. Yes. Um, before that, it was DC, um, which was now like two and a half, three years ago. This is a really interesting fight. By all accounts, he should win, but this is the guy with the most knockout power he's fought in a long, long time. Uh, this is a guy that was on NFL practice squad, so he's a, he's a good athlete. But I I hope John doesn't sit there and try and trade in the pocket with him. I hope he I, honestly. I still want to see John get knocked out. I want to see an. I would love to see an upset. I'd be shocked. I would be absolutely shocked. I want to see jo- Jones move up at some point. I want to see him fight Stipe. I don't really want to see him fight Adesanya because he'll kill him. He'll fucking kill
2: Israel uh, at he, Azania. He, he like, he's it, too big. Israel could get ruined if he fights John it Jones. It would be, dude, if, It'd it, be detrimental if John was dumb career. enough to
1: try kickboxing with him, yeah, he'll probably lose a kickboxing match. If John just says, I'm going to put my will against you, he's going to fucking maul him. Yeah, he's he's gonna huge, him. huge compared to him. And I love Israel at Azania.
2: No, I guess it, like it would ruin Israel's career. And, and right as he's at the precipice of being great, he ain't ready for
1: that business no, from John he's Jones. It's, he's it's, not. And he also has, dude, He's he, it's on, well, we're acting like he's just going to run through no, Yoel Romero. No, no,
2: he's not gonna run through him. No, no he way. He could.
1: He listen. I think he's gonna beat Romero. I don't think he's gonna run through him
2: like no. like, like Connor did. Cowboy is what I'm <coughs> saying. He's not
1: gonna run through him like he did. Um, what, Robert Wh- Whitaker. No. Yeah, bad boy. And he didn't even run through him. He, he went. They went Two distance. No, two, he knocked Whitaker the fuck out. No, what's
2: the one out? Then he went five rounds to win the title.
1: Uh, uh Kevin Gastelum. That's the one. I'm Yeah. Thinking of. Okay. He, I'm sorry. he knocked Whitaker out. Um, but. I think he'll beat Romero. Uh, that's a really, really good fight, too, because mm-hmm. Romero easily could have won both those Whitaker fights. He he, he could have gotten those decisions easily. I thought he lost both of them, but it was one of those fights where I'm like, I, I don't know. It can go either way yeah, sometimes. Yeah. Unless you go over with a fine tooth comb. Dominic, Dominic Reyes has legit one-hitter-quitter power. That not many guys that that John has left to fight right. anymore. He's fought guys that are powerful. You know, Tiago Santos hits hard. Anthony Smith hits hard. Gustafson cool. isn't really a one-hit guy. Rampage was a one-hit power puncher. Rashad was. Um, Vitor, obviously. There's been those guys, but Dominic Reyes puts motherfuckers to sleep. I, I would like, uh, just like me being a fan, I would be intrigued to see Jones
2: versus oh who's the fucking heavyweight Curtis Blades. I, I wouldn't, that's a good I wouldn't, fight, I but my,
1: that. my dream fight is him and Stipe. That to well, me is no, the I, fight.
2: I, I agree with you because Stipe is still the guy I, at heavyweight. Stipe has
1: to fight DC again. I, I don't like that is doing this holding out shit again on DC. That's 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 not cool. Um you know he, But you
2: think two cool guys like like they would be able to sit in a room I, and cash I, that I know. out you I know? don't
1: know? I don't get what the hold up is. Like DC doesn't have a lot of time left. This is gonna be his last fight win, lose or draw. Yeah. So I, I want to see that fight before anything else. I don't really know who else is left for John at 205. After this, I mean, if Tiago Santos comes back and he has a does and you know he he wins a fight and then they rematch, but he's out for like another nine months because he fucked up both his knees. Yeah, I
2: mean, like he has to go to heavyweight. I mean, the fact that he's he's that big and he cuts to 205. I like that
1: he is being so dominant and he's not fighting retreats over and over. Yeah, again. Yeah, in fact,
2: you no, know, he's always going after a new guy. Except yeah, it was the gut. I mean, the best, the most he's ever been tested. One was
1: Vitor, two was Gustafson, and the, the first DC fight was incredibly close. It was. until the and, until the fifth. Round and the second DC fight, he it was uh, close. DC was winning until he hit him with the head kick, yeah, and then he, he technically caught, was a no contest. Yeah, he, he caught him with the head kick. Yeah, easy, a beautifully yeah. timed head kick. Which what, 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 I'm he, sorry, he called steroids that don't before. help. You. A, steroids don't help you throw a perfectly timed head kick. No, they don't. Sorry, they don't. And I also, I, I'm also, st- I'm fully in the boat now. Where I just want everyone on steroids. Just let them. At this point, it doesn't. The guys even, it, won't be getting hurt as often no, if they're all on steroids. It does.
2: It doesn't matter to me because like the one thing that I, I always hated about MMA is people backing out last minute. I can't. I mean sometimes it has to happen I understand yeah, that injuries happen but, when, but what I'm saying is like When For uh, I almost said Forrest Whitaker yeah. when uh, Forrest <laughs> With the eye, Yeah for- No um, When Robert Whitaker Constantly pulling out of fights Well his last fight like,
1: I, I feel very bad for him
2: No I, I do too What I'm saying is like uh, When they fly all the way To fucking Australia For him just to Get pulled out Pull out of the it, fight It
1: bothers me more When it's day before With weight cutting That pisses me off Because that is fully In your control Facts Something like Robert Whitaker He pulled out the week before On this one And it's because he His daughter needs. Bone marrow, but that, like, no, no. I'm saying, listen. That, he's I I'm, missed a lot of fights. I mean, Tony Ferguson and Khabib have been pulled out of more fights day of than anyone I could think of. Yeah. And it and unfortunately it happens to the chick fighters more than anyone else because I can't imagine day before because I can't imagine trying to cut weight while I'm on my on my period. That's yeah. Like, your body is literally the, retaining water one, and you have to dehydrate yourself. One of
2: the hardest things I've ever had to watch, as far as from a sports perspective, is they did a little docu uh, documentary thing on uh, Cyborg when she was weight cutting and she was legitimately in so much fucking pain.
1: Yeah. Well. There's like, I, 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 someone that shouldn't be on steroids. No,
2: I, I I get that, but what I'm saying is like if you take away everything and you just take it for what it is, it's just a straight weight cut. you're, yeah. in, you're in a hot tub. You're cu- yeah, you're it's, killing yourself. It's,
1: you're fucking killing yourself. You, you're bro. literally People have died dying. Weight cutting. Yeah, you're
2: literally dying. Dude, and it's,
1: Daniel Cormier had to watch. pull out of the Olympics because he went into kidney failure cutting weight. Like that's crazy. Um, Josh, quick comment. Uh, She-Hulk series is talked about at Disney Plus. She-Hulk, right? Yeah. Gina Carano has to play She-Hulk. Oh, I'd love that. Oh, Gina Carano? That, Hell yeah. Gina Carano should be. Th- that, they're pushing, the, they're pushing for Aubrey Plaza, who actually don't dislike Aubrey Plaza. She's cool. But, but Gina like Carano she... has it, and she's hot.
2: Is, G- Gina Carano... Aubrey Plaza's
1: hot. What? Aubrey no, Plaza's no, hot, no. but not he's, Gina Carano he's, hot. He's
2: not saying that. He's saying, I'm like... I'm saying,
1: but Gina Carano, like She-Hulk, her clothes rip out, and oh, it's an areola. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, I've seen, like, like, I'd it's, seen it's like Aubrey Plaza naked.
3: It's not going to be like a... It's not like Misha Tate, 10 out of 10? No, no as as in much trouble as I've ever seen you. Yeah, that's amazing. It's, uh, no, it's not. It's not gonna be. It's not gonna be like a Farigno situation. It's gonna be like the CGI Well, okay. So, so wouldn't you s- rather
1: see her titties all busty so,
3: than Aubrey Plaza's? But you're so, not
1: going to. But you might. You have a better chance. No, Listen, because it's. You gonna have gonna a better be... chance if you have a better chance. To, whose you're titties not, would you rather see, not, see Aubrey Plaza or Gina Carano? Gina Carano. There we go. I win. <laughs> He's an asshole. I know. Because
2: you try, you're trying to make an argument, and he just... <laughs> <laughs>
1: that's the thing. I have to just spin it until I'm right. That's all you have to do. The spin the, zone. You're literally are going to see anybody's titties, because
3: it's going to be a CGI she-hole. Okay, so like... hold on. Wait, time out. So we're
2: talking... When you say Gina Carano, that's the chick... Mercenary from Mandalorian. Yes, yeah. just the making sure I knew, yeah. I knew. No, I know. Yeah. that. that's the, the one who has been the incredibly
1: been. hot one, who's hotter now, a little bit thicker. Mm-hmm. And she was hot as fuck when she was fighting. She was a babe.
2: She was also in the first Deadpool movie. Sure. I she was in it. Deadpool. She's
1: been in a bunch of stuff. She had that uh, her own movie, Haywire, which is actually a pretty good chick action flick. That was actually I'll, not I, bad at all. I, I would
2: scope that. What's it called? She, Haywire. Haywire uh, uh, was I'll actually pretty out. good.
1: She's been. In the, she's actually. Been, I'm happy to see her career is going this way. It's actually cool. She's probably the first big MMA star that's had like a successful transition to acting. We've seen Rampage try to do it. Um G- Keith Jardine's in like everything. Yeah. He's yeah, a Keith Jardine's
2: uh even though I I think Here Comes the Boom is, is a below average movie. I didn't Boss Truman
1: is hilarious and Boss Rune's hilarious in everything. Boss Rune himself is Yo, just fucking hilarious. His his Randy
3: is pretty bad in every movie who? he's been in, Randy Couture.
1: Yeah. yeah. The Expendables.
2: Mm. just like he just no, he,
1: Gara was in The Expendables. <laughs> Dude, Big no. just
2: what just just watching fucking Randy Couture talk but like enunciate every single word yeah. that, that no, he no says per- and of course, there's
3: the, there's that one scene. He goes. It's called cauliflower ear.
2: Yeah, that the first
3: movie. Yeah, right. Oh, shut up, dude.
2: But by the way, the one thing that, that they missed in the Expendables, why isn't Mickey working that more? He's so good in the first movie.
1: Why isn't?
3: I know. I I oh, love Mickey working
2: right. the first. The movie. Expendables three
1: was not good. No, that was trash. It, it Should not have been PG thirteen. No. If they, it, it would have been fine if it was rated R because then you could actually just make up for the shitty movie with blood and guts like the first two did. Yeah like the second one wasn't good at all and I no. loved it like Hemsworth dies the first two minutes and <laughs> yeah. they're stuck in a cave most of the movie unrealistic sprinting up a it's, hill like he's John Claude f- Van Damme is the bad guy like three should have been so good with Mel Gibson in it <laughs> Yep. like come on I love Mel Did, wait, Mel, so, Mel could do no wrong for wh- me I re- even that time that was wrong but he could do no wrong I remember
2: when The Expendables, <laughs> was, co- the, the Expendables was coming out and I remember like the big sticking point was like uh, Stallone and Willis and Schwarzenegger all in the same room they all fucking in hate for each two other minutes together. But, like, that, that was the big thing like they all hated each other. Yeah. Like no, Stallone and Schwarzenegger really hated each Everyone other. Everyone
1: kind of hates Bruce Willis. Well, he's, yeah. he's kind of a dick. I love him, but he's a dick. He thinks he's John McClane twenty four seven. Yeah, which it's part of his appeal and his right. charm, and it works in some things, it's and like, then in other things it doesn't work. He's
2: like, yo, if I can't be John McClane, I'm a player's harmonica. Oh wow. god,
1: I I don't really like musicians that want or actors that suddenly are musicians. Like Johnny they, Depp is good though. Johnny Depp ain't bad. Speaking of Johnny Depp. A lot of people owe him an apology Yeah dude I've I've, I've been saying this never Heard
2: cut his fucking finger
1: off Dude But Okay I didn't think that When the initial stuff came out Because that audio was bad That Mm -hmm. was like Oh I get why Disney dropped it No I I
2: understand But what I'm saying is Is that at the time It just seemed too It it seemed too much of a coincidence That it all came at the same time It doesn't It it clearly seemed like a setup job And it clearly seemed like She was out of her fucking mind He was clearly
1: drunk In the morning And it was The audio was a bad look Disney had no choice When you're Disney You can't keep him on board That's Mm -hmm
2: that's fine I under, that's a business that's a business yeah, they, decision you have to make I yeah, understand that sure. you did it with James Gunn you gotta do it with Johnny Depp yeah, I get it sure. it's Captain Jack Sparrow especially dude. in
1: today's climate with domestic violence and things like that you couldn't I get that but you also have to take into consideration like it,
2: listen people say dumb like, Mike Tyson said it best in the Hangover movie we do dumb shit when we're fucked up we say dumb shit when we're fucked up he said some dumb shit and I understand it's, it was really really fucking dark but the evidence was clear
1: no that, not no, th- the evidence came out this week no one knew about Amber Heard abusing no, him until Friday that, no that's what I'm saying yeah. When it
2: came out, yeah. Now it, it was
1: clear, but I was saying
2: during because it was all speculation. To me, it just seemed too much of a coincidence, and not to mention she had a little bit of a history of being a fucking nut job.
1: Well, so to say, to be fair, he's yeah, a fucking kook himself.
2: Yeah, but Johnny Depp has never had any type of. He doesn't even uh, listen. Oh, I don't, no, I don't no, know don't who he is. It.
1: Read into it. I understand. A, he's a fucking weirdo. I
2: understand that, but what I'm saying is, is that I don't. I just never got the vibe. Even though I don't know him, I've never met him. I don't know, but I yeah, just sure. still never. You can always catch a vibe from someone. I never caught a vibe for him to be. That type of guy. Then again, listen, no I don't know. that about Harvey no, Weinstein? Weinstein it's the same it's, it's thing. The thing.
1: I don't. I think everyone I in Hollywood it. is most likely a piece of shit, short of a few of them. I don't. I, I, if anything comes out about any of them, I am not surprised. But in this case, this looked like it was a mutually abusive relationship on both sides. He was probably beating her up. She was clearly beating him up. It, it probably goes both ways. Now,
2: again, I'm not. I'm not atoning for anything. I'm not saying no. that Johnny Depp is clearly. He's not innocent. He, I'm not saying that he's a victim. Yeah, yeah. I'm saying that. You know, sometimes stuff outweighs other shit. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah. Well,
1: this is why everything should have been. And this is just today. Like they shouldn't have said you're fired as being Jack Sparrow, but you're not doing anything as in a movie for a while. They should have just said we're going to stop making these Pirates of the Caribbean movies. Um, I see.
2: That's that's a franchise I absolutely love. I don't care. I what like it is. the
1: first one. The first one's great. Still, I, 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 I like all
2: two of them and except three. For, I, I can watch um,
3: the one with Penelope Cruz in it. Four that's only that was four. four. Like that,
2: that that was when they went and found the Fountain of Youth in Ponce de Leon and shit. Yeah, that yeah. was. The, 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 the third one is my favorite because the whole ending scene in the Maelstrom and that fight at the end was fun. I think The most killer. recent one was
0: pretty
3: good.
2: I
1: didn't yeah, see the I most recent it, yeah. one. I, I didn't hate two and three. They were all right. I just thought the first one, I, I with those franchises, it becomes such a one-up game mm-hmm. and that's what I felt like they were doing while the first one was so charming and original and raw and then it just got like that. Where's Orlando Bloom been since those fucking movies? I don't know. hasn't done shit. The Hobbit movies he was in. That's he, about
2: it. I, I, yeah. I, just, I just love that. It's just Johnny Depp playing Keith Richards the whole time. <laughs> where's that's Orlando he's
3: Bloom? He He's, uh, I'm pretty sure he's he fucking Katy Perry. Yeah, right. He's yeah. with Katy
1: Perry. Pa- That's right. He yeah. is with Katy Perry. John Mayer has been in everyone, hasn't he? Yeah. That's Did you see Jessica Simpson said <laughs> Tony, Romo du- Tony Romo dumped her because she- he thought that she was cheating on him with John Mayer? And John Mayer proposed to her just to get new material to write, apparently. <laughs> he was like dating Good. these women just to get new material. Like, what a fucking weirdo artist. That's a dude that'll probably kill himself at some point, most yeah. likely. With John Mayer? Yeah. I mean, when you're a starving artist like that, and you have to create relationships just to have material.
2: Well, I, I tell you what, man, and the, like to be that, like to be that talented at guitar, just be that talented as a yeah, musician. No you, you have
1: to be a little crazy oh, to be that know? talented in any type of artistry. Like that's why when all these things about Hollywood pe- actors coming what? out is weird. I'm like, they're fucking, they well, fucked up. You go to dark places to be a great actor. Well,
2: that's the same. Well, I, I the, my go-to always with argument like this is always Prince, and it's always like, well, Prince was a weird dude, but yeah, but he wore it on his sleeve. Yeah, it you know was, what I'm saying? Like, part it was. Prince It's, it's, listen... Nothing for nothing It's a 5 foot 2 black dude Wearing wearing 10 inch heels And a fucking And a fucking scarf And like Yeah you know, The puffy
1: shit Purple spandex all the time Everywhere and, Yeah
2: Dude like it, But like when you own it It's one thing Yeah for sure But it, it was It's well known within the industry That John Mayer just Like he, he gets around Yeah and he's, and he's fucking Difficult to work with and Yeah just,
1: You know But he's like, like I
2: said To be that type likes of person. fucking
1: in the ass Good for him No he likes getting fucked in the ass my, my, Good for him Good for good him, for the, him. Point, the point stands That's fine <laughs> (laughs) (laughs) All right, you want to wrap this up? No. Okay, bring up a subject.
2: Uh, well, no, I was gonna do a last word.
1: Go for it. Do a last word. I don't. Ha- I have to think of one.
2: I was gonna. Th- I, so, uh, for my last word, I've been thinking about it because, uh, I, I, I obviously we're all very big gamers here. Sure. And we all play. We all play FPSs at one point. Mm-hmm. You know, Josh is Call of Duty. Your whatever is it is no, that you play. I don't play them
1: anymore. Really. And
2: uh, I was gonna say, so the the best FPS game I've ever played, first person shooter game I've ever played, and I've played for a significant amount of time. The same game is Overwatch. Overwatch is one of the best fucking online multiplayer games. It's one of the best FPS shooter games I've ever fucking played, and it's no—it's no coincidence that it's also a Blizzard game. Now the community. Toxic like World of Warcraft, like Starcraft, absolute. All
1: gaming community, all communities are end up being toxic. B- communities.
2: Blizzard is the absolute
1: worst. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure. Blizzard
2: is the worst. But Overwatch, the staying power that game has, I've been playing it consistently since 2016. That's four years for one game. I haven't played a game consistently like that ever. And the fact that I picked it up again and I, I absolutely love it after maybe like two or three months not playing, I am mm-hmm. blown away by how good it is. They don't even need to release an Overwatch 2 for another three, four years because that's how fun fucking good this game is um, it's one of the most well-rounded because there's so many different characters you could choose from and it's just it's ca- it's it's capture the point it's king of the hill it's uh, you got to take the point from point a to point b it is so fucking good and even if you're not into stuff like that i highly recommend anyone even trying it because it is that good i know it's that good because i played it that long i'm level 315 That's long impressive. fucking time dude Josh, like i love that game
1: okay <laughs> are you gonna play it no <laughs> why not I don't know. i just not into it. you have, have to be I've into it. I've never even seen anyone play Overwatch. I've never seen footage of it, Dude, ever. I'm ever. pretty Dude, sure Colucci plays it. Okay. No, he doesn't. No, he, he, do, no, he, no, he he's doesn't. He's tweeted about it.
2: No, he doesn't play it. Believe me. Listen, I, I, I play for like an hour every night, and he's always. And he plays for maybe about six hours every night. And every single night when I log on, Royal Colucci Kid, whatever the fuck his name is, <laughs> Royal
3: listen, is, kid.
2: is on, and he's playing Gears of War. He's playing Call of Duty. He's playing
1: fucking something. I'm pretty sure he plays... I've seen him like... Hold on, let's see. Um. Yeah. But, but I absolutely
2: love Overwatch. If anyone wants to play on more than down, I play on Xbox.
1: All right. What's your your gamer tag? Major Micah. Spell it. <laughs> if you said you want people to play with you, Because they're going to spell. They're not going to spell it like the way it's it's spelled. Correct. Major. It's spe- say Major Magica. correctly.
2: Major Micah. M A J K A. Or Matchka wrong
1: If you okay but you have to pronounce it the way you have to spell it the way it's pronounced no pronounce it the way it's spelled or say it the way it's pronounced you're
2: confusing me it's pronounced
1: <laughs>
3: Micah Josh do you have a last word uh yes so after four years of Matt Ryan blew a twenty eight to three lead in the Super Bowl, he did uh, blow a twenty eight to three. No, lead Matt Ryan B- didn't blow shit. Matt Ryan threw fucking six incompletions. Matt Ryan threw two touchdowns, no interceptions. Matt Ryan played a good fucking game. Kyle Shanahan said, "Hey, you know the game's almost over. Uh, they're coming. They want to come back. Hey, let's throw the ball. Who cares? if We don't run the clock why out." Why did Matt Ryan
1: audible to a run?
3: It shut the fuck up. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> Kyle Shanahan proved my point this Sunday in the Super Bowl. Uh, sure, it was only ten point lead. It wasn't as dramatic a lead as the Falcons held in the it's, Super Bowl, it's but still, still 10 points. You know, stupid, stupid seven minutes left. Stupid play calling doesn't make any sense. Goes against the grain of what's working for him. Just like in the Falcons' Super Bowl, you know, you're running out of time. Uh, you're coming towards the end of the game. Run that ball. Run that clock down, and then you don't give the Patriots an opportunity to score that many points. Sure, they might come back a bit. They might score some points, but if you run that clock down. They're not going to score thirty fucking points. Well, I was saying another another so big you're saying. Min- it's
1: Matt Ryan's fault. Anno- Fuck you. Another
3: big mistake, honestly,
2: was uh, just being content with going in halftime ten ten when you have a timeout. Correct. There. That was that's that I, was, I hated that, that's
1: bad coaching decision. I, I hated when they got the ball back with two minutes and forty seconds left. They started with two straight runs. It's fucking stupid. What are you doing? Idiots. Like, yeah, maybe you bust off a big run. The odds on that aren't likely. When
2: there's ten minutes left in the fourth quarter, that's how you start a drive. Correct. Not with two minutes left.
1: Yeah. Correct. Stupid. Um okay last word this is uh you know everyone seems to hate each other these days you see Fax. it on so, social yep. media everyone's just an
3: asshole to each other well somebody and, just tweeted out not literally not fucking 10 minutes ago about uh uh Kirk Douglas dies at 103 but let's not forget that he was once accused of raping somebody who so. tweeted that out uh some nobody okay
1: i thought he said, okay sure don't, whatever
2: yeah, don't, fine. Don't, don't even give him uh, the, the hand so
1: i think things would be a lot better in today's world if certain types of people didn't post anything about politics. I don't care if people post about politics, but the people that we've never seen talk about politics that suddenly have strong political opinions either way, whether you're pro-Trump, anti-Trump, pro-Bernie, anti-Bernie, whatever. If you shut the fuck up, things would be a lot better because you're spewing out information that as if you actually know the inner workings of each individual part. You don't know any of it. You don't know why we're here, how we got there. Again, I don't care who anyone supports. I'm friends with people that are the biggest Trump supporters and I'm friends with people that are the biggest Trump haters in the world. If, you, if you're one of these people that can ostracize someone in your life just because of who they voted for, there's something wrong with you. Yeah. And if you can ostracize someone because they didn't vote for who you voted for, there's also something wrong there's with something you.
2: There's something fundamentally wrong with your Morals, when we can
1: definitely. agree on 99 out of 100 things but the one thing we don't agree on is who you want for president there's something wrong with you politics should never take over this much that's why for years it was you don't talk about politics and religion at the dinner table we need to go back to that.
2: Yeah, I we, I, I agree. I, I I even think you don't you don't discuss politics like, it, like in a big social gathering. You no, don't discuss politics no reason, in public. unless you know so, your company. So it's like the same. It's it's the same thing. Like my parents taught me that you don't talk about what you don't talk about the money you make. You don't talk about what your political allegiance. You don't talk about none of that because it's no one else's business. But your yeah,
1: own. that's what I mean. Like, why do do we have to be so obsessed? Whether it's you're sharing at all the time or you're commenting on other people's things it's it's so insane that people think that just because they think they're candidate or who they, who they support for president if they're if they're trump supporters if they're trump haters that they need to make a point to say that they're right you're wrong you're wrong they're right every which way and it, it just it, it's not sports teams, dude. No, it's this not. This is the truth. You could be the biggest Trump supporter in the world, and let's say the candidate is Bernie, the biggest Bernie supporter in the world. Neither of them would piss on you if you were on fire in the street. They don't give a shit. You're, they don't give a shit about you. Nope. So, they don't give a fuck about any of us. So the, you're yeah. you're a, you're a demographic. You're a number. You're a statistic. You're exactly.
2: Nothing. So let me, so let me give you a perfect example. I uh, so I, I lean one way. This person, uh, my friend's wife, leans another way. We're two completely different sides of the spectrum, right? So now. We had a full-blown conversation. We had a full-blown political conversation because I, bl- I, I legitimately respect her opinion, and we're having this conversation. And we fundamentally disagree on almost everything we talked about. And at the end of the day, I gave her a big fucking hug. And even at the end, and even and even at certain uh, certain topics that we discussed, she goes, "All right, I understand what you're saying." Yeah. Or I even said, "I understand Where what you're that? saying." Where is that? Where is that? But here's the thing, and here's what's fucked up about it is that. That's my friend. That's my that's my friend's wife. That's my also my friend. Like, so there's obviously there's a little there's a different there's a different connection there because
1: we have an actual sure. relationship.
2: But like we've seen plenty why,
1: of relationships ended because of this kind of
2: stuff. Absolutely. But what uh, everyone needs to stop worrying about politics so goddamn much, and they need to worry they need to fix their own personal situation before you can before you can conquer the world. So I, and I, I use myself as an example. I was I was in bad debt. I didn't have a job. There was a variety of different things I had going wrong with me. When Trump got elected, and everyone was like, not my president, not this shit. Everyone went nuts over it. Now, I'm not supporting the guy. What I'm saying is is that when he said everyone, everything's going to change, nothing in my not life changed. My cha- life's
1: exactly the same? Nothing
2: in my life changed that I didn't make happen. Correct. I did it myself. Trump did nothing for me. I did it myself. And the and the lesson in that is that I don't get tied up in this shit because it has no legitimate effect on my life. Bill Burr said it best. When he gets elected, you're going to go to work tomorrow and nothing is yeah. going to change. You want to change, you make the change. My and if you want him out so <coughs> fucking bad, vote him out, you have that power.
1: We Th- don't, though. Not no. in New Jersey. <laughs> I, I, I understand that.
2: But what I'm saying is, is that you... You, as the sole proprietor of your own story, have the ability to make an impact in your life, someone else's life. So stop interjecting what you feel stop, and what you yeah, do not like and what that you disagree whoever's with. Whoever's president
1: is going to suddenly fix your life's problems? Going to fix not. the things that concern you? People, I think that. It, what all social media should do is just eliminate the ability to post about politics and I religion. I agree. Poli- you can't post about politics or religion. If they got rid of that or if they just made a Twitter that was only for politics or a Facebook that's only for politics and you have to actively seek that out and you couldn't share it to your public profile. It's supposed to be for your friends, for fun stuff, for music, for movies, for video games, for sure. family. It would be so much fucking better. Create that world and let people that want to seek it out. I fucking block most, I don't have a blocked on, on Twitter, I have everything muted I don't need to see it, I have Trump muted I have Pelosi muted, Biden, Bernie AOC. all these things, I have to search these things I don't give a fuck about any of them, they don't give a fuck about me, and if you think that well, if you don't uh, vote for that person if you don't, if someone said to me recently well, you know, not voting is just endorsing the other person, I was like, that doesn't make that's sense that's not true at all, I, it's just as much my right in this country to not vote, because I'm not held by gunpoint like I am in China to right. vote for someone, it's, it's as much making a statement when you don't vote lower voter voter turnout would probably make everyone realize oh we got to change something because people aren't enthused by this but it is fun to watch a Democratic party implode. It's, I kind of enjoy it. I want to see both parties burn in the ground at this point. And,
2: and it's not, it's not it's not it's not shouting a political allegiance it's literally pointing out the facts. They they both, they're, they're, doing they're loving it to the divide. They
1: both love the divisiveness. Mm-hmm. I think the Republicans love it a little more because it enthralls their base while the Democrats have no leadership whatsoever. They're torn apart. Yeah. And the same thing is going to happen to the Republican party in a few years because usually when one thing swings one way on a party, it swings the other way just as hard. Yep. Mm-hmm. We had a very liberal president in Obama, we got a way extreme on the other side in Trump. So what's going to happen when Trump's for, uh, next because he's going to win the next election. Safe to Break that to you guys. Don't worry no, about he's it. Going he, to. He's going to win because you don't have anyone but whoever is after him is going to be really really radical and you're gonna be even more pissed that you all fed this fuel this divisiveness and also I, I, don't this is gonna piss me off Trump shut the fuck up on Twitter for once yeah because that makes it just as bad no I want to like the guy no, a lot he, I he, really do because I like a lot of what he does but if he got off Twitter as funny as it is it's not supposed no, to be funny no, you're
2: in that position you know he he, re, he really needs to put his foot in his mouth sometimes and I understand that like
1: that's why he got here I get it no like, it's I smart it's like
2: it's, it's the same thing do, he do ain't stupid do what got you to the dance I I understand that completely. And if, if I had to make one more comment on everything, is that you know vote in vote in the upcoming election. If you really want to pay attention to politics, Pay attention to the state government yeah, more so. Your local be- elections. Because you are more affected by your state government than the federal government at this current time. And in this November, we get to vote
1: on legalizing weed in New Jersey. I can't wait. And that'll pass easily it's, in this it's, fucking it's, state. It's going to. If you gave it to every state outside of the, the states where they're banging each other's family members, <laughs> like Alabama and Mississippi, weed will get legalized everywhere. You're, you're going to see an economic boom in New Jersey Dude, the second whoa, Well, we fucking need it. But then again, with this cocksucker Murphy. Would you just I just don't want any more fucking Democratic governors. But not the Republican governor we had last wasn't particularly good he wasn't either. Great either.
3: He was good for a couple of years. Like he, was three fa- years he was good in the face. He was good in the
1: face of disaster, and then he just decided to eat all his feelings. <laughs> all right, let's wrap this up. And have the world's second worst camel toe. Uh, who's the worst? Uh, Alex, KGB. Alex Lifeson oh. from Rush. I was going to say KGB. Well, that's too probably <laughs> that's the worst. Yeah, probably. All right, this is episode eighty-seven. You watch, I listen. Thank you to Bet DSI hashtag Shots for likes podcast Lobo Sound Taylor. Give me one. Word to close out the show. <laughs> one word to close out the show. Cunts. Uh, one word to close out the show. You're.